Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Lancer, a mecha combat RPG. Uh, and with me today is... Hello, everyone. This is Micah, and I am playing the Lancer Murdoch. Brilliant. Um, Micah is one of our Patreon uh, supporters. Uh, Micah backs at the $25 level, and thus he gains access to playing in games with us. If you want to play along in games with us once a month with Micah and everyone else at the $25 tier, uh, head over to our Patreon, and all you have to do is donate $25 a month. Uh, <laughs> so if you could afford that, you could play games with us too. Um this is, this month, uh, I thought that we would try out Lancer. Now, Lancer is not a game intended for two players, but I felt that it could work, so we're going to give it a shot. Um, Lancer is kind of an RPG uh, that has some interesting mechanical elements. When you're playing as the pilot character, doing things alone as the pilot outside of your mech, it's very much like Fate. You have a few skills that you automatically succeed on. You can compel things about your nature to make you um, perform better. Um, it's a lot more narrative and free-flowing. When you are doing stuff in the mech, it's very simulationist. Um, it's turn-based uh, combat. It's, it's, uh, it's this interesting dichotomy uh, of things, and so I was kind of drawn to it. Um, it takes—I I feel that it takes a little bit of inspiration from Titanfall um, and, a, and a few other games. It definitely channels a lot of mech stuff, but more that hard sci-fi mech stuff rather than Gundam. So think Mech Warrior, um, for example. It's a, it's a, it definitely feels like it's a child from both Mech Warrior and Titanfall, but in the good way. Micah, have you put something on your head because your microphone sounds different? I have not done anything. I'm just sitting here quietly in my mech, waiting to be deployed. So Mecha, so Mike has altered his voice in some way to make it sound like he's wearing a fucking helmet. <laughs> um, which is a choice. I can stop um, if you want. I can stop if you want. I think we'll stop until you're in your mech. At the okay. Very least. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Um. There you go. Uh, that better. That is better. You have a near-perfect mic, and you were like, you know what? I'm too good for near-perfect mic. <laughs> um, uh, now, I was going to say the name of the designer of this game. I know that it is the person behind um, Kill Six Billion Demons or something like that. It's mm. a web comic. Is that the name of it? I'm not sure. I do see on the core... Well, it says here on the core book, it's done by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkson Morgan. Yeah, I'm personally not familiar with any of their any other materials that they've done. Lancer, being I don't my first think they've made an RPG before. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, yes, anyway, either way, this is going to be a first look. We're taking a first look at this game. Um, and then uh, I'm going to send this recording off to the uh, designers, and they can um, use this kind of as uh, playtest notes. And we'll probably also release this onto uh, the podcast at some point for people. Um, uh, but we'll, we'll see uh, what 
comes out of it. Uh, but either way, um, I thought we might go through a little bit about your character, Micah. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about them? Well, I'm playing Murdoch. He's a former mecha engineer. He'd been working for his particular company for some time as a repair pilot. Well, I say repair pilot, as he's always wanted to step into and pilot a mech. Uh, time came that it's time for him to step up. He's dedicated to his craft, but he's a bit reckless when it comes to doing out duties, as it was found out in the simulation uh, training rooms. But the nice thing they saw while in that same time is that he's resourceful. Even during the simulation test, he found that he they found that he, uh, he was quite capable of finding and using tools to his advantage. Even though most of them would get destroyed in the end, he always made sure he got the job done. All right. Cool. Um, so, uh, our game is taking place... Uh, on the planet of uh, MU, uh, which is spelt E M E W E. Damn, uh, good math joke wasted. <laughs> uh, MU is uh, a mostly unre uh, unremarkable planet um, within the greater United System uh, of the galaxy. Uh, the galaxy itself in uh, or the or the universe or whatever that it takes place in uh, within um, Lanta is kind of a place that has both a unified government and not like they are they have a unified currency and kind of a hierarchy of government but at the same time there's also a lot of bickering and people fighting over war uh, over worlds and things like that uh, which I guess is to let you have a bit of uh, influence. I would kind of, it kind of reminded me when I was um, reading about it, it reminded me of um, the the uh, the the setting of Halo pre-Covenant arriving in human space in that we, they had one government, but also there were all these factions that were like, nah, we don't have one government. Fuck you. Well, um, welcome to the, you know, the modern, modern age, or at least the halo version of the, here's the colonies. Here's the British kingdom. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit like that. It, at least that's my understanding of uh, this, this uh, setting. Um, but yes, it is in fact, Miguel Lopez is the designer of this game. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, interesting. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, one of the other things about this game is that you have to unlock licenses for new mechs, uh, and things when you advance, uh, Micah being a big playing as a starter pilot has, uh, access to only the basic license. So we had fun baking a basic mech, um, We'll see how we go. Uh, Next time I'll get my hunter's license, and after that I'll get my fishing license. <laughs> uh, and as I said, this game is not intended for two-player um, play, but I think that it'll work out. Uh, so, um, let's jump into it, shall we? And this is going to be our little first look at Lancer. Um, you know what? I might read off the cavalry section of the rulebook before I start. 
Um, so one second, it's after the table of contents. I think that might be further down in a second. Um, Uh, do, 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 do. No, I don't want that. I want the bit that explains what it is. Ah, yes. Um, as I said, we have this interconnected uh, setting, um, but our players take on the role of a mechanized cavalry pilot, a mech pilot or simply pilot for short, in a squadron with your fellow players. Uh, whatever the conflict, whatever the scale, you can bet that mechanized cavalry will be involved. Together, you and your squadron will run missions as the tip of the spear, fighting in only the most dangerous and important engagements. You're the backbone, the heroes, the knights in shining armor, the decorated aces sent in when all hope seemed lost and victory must be assured. In short, the players are the cavalry. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, your characters within the world of Lancer are mechanized cavalry pilots. The different kinds of mechanized cavalry pilots are as follows. Dragoons, mounted infantry, equipped for any situation, are uh, the backbone of any modern uh, naval infantry, dependable and solid and built to dish out as much as they can. Uh... Cataphracts, the big ones, plated in armor and blistering with weapons. Uh, lancers, who are not just the tip of the spear, but the whole spear itself. And of course, where we find ourselves, Hussars. Scouts, infiltrators, black ops. Under cover of darkness or in plain view, you are hidden, silent, efficient, and deadly. No walls can stop you, no sh shields can withstand you, and no one can see you. Of course, we'll see how that ends up playing out. All right, I got uh, my RPG ready. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so um, we begin play um, in uh, what appears to be a dark room um, filled with uh, a smoky haze uh, and a few small lights uh, and a bluish-tinged screen uh, showing various maps of a city near, an, uh, near a sea um, with a strip of green jungle um, lining its coast between the city and the actual water. Um, and we see uh, a, 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 an image change to a picture of um, uh, zoomed out from the city, showing a larger region of jungle dotted with small areas of development. And then we hear a voice, a sort of older, uh, worn voice. It's unclear if it's a man or a woman or perhaps someone else. Um, but, it's, uh, but the person says, uh, three days ago, a foreign state-funded insurrectionist group annexed the Sedan region on the planet or on our planet of uh, M, uh, MU. Uh, <clears throat> they are attempting to can take control of one of its most populous, ci uh, populous cities, Diner. Uh, we assume that this is so that they can control the city's meager spaceport. Uh, we have a VIP within the city that needs to be exfiltrated. The v VIP is currently located in a resort community bordering on the city's ocean reserve. 
The target is tagged with an RFID, and once you have them, you must proceed to the spaceport where our forces are waiting to extract you. Uh, so, uh, this uh, appears to be a briefing. Um, the voice is sort of echoing in your head as you look at this screen in this room. Um, and you see a uh, image of a young person pop up. Uh, and it says uh, underneath that it's got a red text with a green outline around the letters that says AB uh, on it, uh, suggesting that that is your target and that their code name is AB. Um, yeah. Um, as you are sitting there, you have a sense of perhaps um, you're not getting the full picture here, but that's not that unnormal um, for you as a Hussar. Uh, and it is at this point uh, that in the briefing, if you had a question, you would ask. So... Is it primarily a stealth-required mission? That if I am detected, the mission's off, or if I am detected and require a hot exfiltration, will that be the case? More important to this mission is that uh, is that you are capable of operating behind enemy lines and uh, and uh, surmounting uh, odds. And some and dealing with forces that outnumber you, uh, hence why we have chosen to give this mission to who, who says uh, you are the special forces of the special forces. Uh, so, uh, being seen is not the problem, but in terms of a, a fast ex, uh, extraction, the only way you're getting extracted is if you get to that spaceport. Um, once you're on the ground, um, we will attempt to link you into, into the communications net with the spaceport uh, so that they can give you updates on how they are holding against the enemy attack. It sounds like I basically make contact, and as soon as that happens, this is to my this is thinking out loud mm -hmm. to you, Rimmon. It's it sounds like I make contact, and as soon as I as soon as we get on our way, then the cavalry is going to show up and start doing an attack. It sounds like could be. Okay. Um, there are other forces that are attempting to. Uh, the enemy forces are assaulting this city. And we have other forces engaged in uh, repelling them, but your job is not to repel them. Your job is to get this VIP, get them to the extraction zone, and get them off world. Oh, geez. It sounds like I'm actually going into a firefight. Great. All right. No, that'll be no problem. Any other questions? I don't believe so. All right. Um, you see that there are three other. Uh, Hussars around you, um, and there's a bit of a flicker as you cut uh, back to uh, the cockpit of your 
uh, mech, as this was a simulated um, hollow, uh, a, 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 what is the word? A virtual reality meeting. Um, likely your commander was somewhere else on planet as you were being moved to position, um, which is normal. You would have you would have known that, but it still is disconcerting. Yeah, never get used uh, to those. Uh, so we see the uh, screen within your cockpit flicker and change, uh, and no longer do we see this board room shrouded, uh, shrouded in smoke and darkness, um, we now uh, see the inside of uh, a small uh, transport ship, um, military ship. I would say um, uh, somewhere in the range of like a destroyer in terms of size, like a missile destroyer for modern context, um, but it is a vehicle that is designed for um, moving um, cavalry units into position and deploying them. Program uh, Eclipse Phase .exe has stopped running. Beginning mission. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to do before you begin your mission? Make sure my Mick is loaded up. I got everything I need. And if there's four other, if there are three others with me, uh, get their information real quick. Yeah. So, you know, these other soldiers, what is the name of your unit that uh, like, so obviously it's probably got some numeral designation, but what is, what do you guys, the people that fight in your unit call it? This would be one squad within your unit. No. Yes. Yes? Or one unit within a squad? One, one unit within a squad. One unit within a squad. I'd say this, I say we have the unit, uh, unit branding of the numeral one over the hill. Over the hill. One over the hill? Yep. One over the hill. Okay. Um... What is the name of the commander of your y unit? They are not you. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Let's go with Icarus. That's their call sign. Okay. Icarus. Um, what are the names of the other two people? You know what? Keeping in the theme with that, let's go Apollo and what's a good another name for a son or sun god? Helo, Helios. Let's go for a non-Greek one. Yeah. One second. Um, list of solar deities, <laughs> Australian <laughs> Aboriginal mythology. Um, Wala. Wala is the solar goddess. All right, let's go with Wala. W-A-L-A, -A, Wala. Sun goddess who lived with her sister Bara and her sister-in-law um, Maladalati. Um, Bara accompanied her across the sun every day, but Wala realized she made the earth too hot and made her stop. Uh, she journeyed to the southern mountains and brought back the sun, uh, she then stored it in a bag and kept it until the moon disappeared. Cool. I guess. Uh, uh, voila. 
All right, so that was Icarus, Walla, Apollos, and then we have me. I better just make my call sign then. Just pick one one of the other sun gods at random. Uh, at random, or how about how about I let uh, how about you choose a mythology and I'll pick one. So I've got African, Australian, uh, Arabian, Aztec, Baltic, Basque, Brazilian, Buddhist, Canaanite, Celtic, Chinese, Egyptian, Acrustan, Germanic, Greek, Hindu, Hittite, Incan, Inuit, Japanese, Lusitian, <laughs> Maori, Maya, Mesopotamian. Maori. Maori. Maori, you're gonna go. You're gonna, why? First of all, is your character Maori? Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you're a kiwi. Kiwi. Awesome. Um. Let's go with um. Ao. Ao is a Ayo. is the personification of daylight. All right. I'll mark that. Which I mean, like his previous call sign that he came up with was XO, and now his new one is AO. <laughs> so I mean, it still works. It is another bit of military slang. AO. Oh, we got AO with the AO. What? <laughs> All right. Uh. Cool. Are we still going to be called Over the Hill Squad, or do we want a different name for this unit? For right now, I think because we went with the original title, let's stick with Over the Hill until we get through this mission, when we actually become certified pilots slash lancers and have an official group. I mean, you're already certified. It's just that you're not. Uh, you haven't been on any like combat missions. Yeah, let's whatever. let's wait until after we succeed. All right. Cool. Um. So this is some, yeah. This is your proof. This is your proof. This is your trial by fire. If you guys live and succeed, you're either going to be a unit or you'll join up. All right. To one so, that is alive. Um, you guys are close to the. Um, you guys are getting uh, close, and as you're closing up, you uh, you get a, a, a ten minute warning. Uh, and a bunch of the support stuff say, all right, so we're going to seal up your mechs, and then we're going to spray them with this waterproofing foam. Um, this is standard operating See, a procedure for, like, a water insertion. Um, the water sealing foam will mean that you can be submerged to a depth of, like, 50 meters, uh, uh, to a depth of, like, uh, yeah, of a maximum 50 meters uh, without your suits cracking, but the uh, foam uh, will decay and break down within um, a few hours. Um, the worst thing that can happen is, like, uh, it makes it slightly harder to open the suit, but that shouldn't matter as long as your, your mech suit's hydraulics for the doors don't fail. Um because then if those fail, you have to force the door open and you're not forcing the door open. No. Uh, so you pick up your fucking... <laughs> Describe to us what it looks like as as AO uh, picks up their gear. Um, as we see um, through AO's eyes, a few of the other uh, suits being sprayed with fire hoses of like this uh, clear sealant. Well, prior to be spraying down, 
Uh, Ao was the only one in a standard mech. So imagine if you uh, for me the game Armored Core, your standard suit of armor you receive in that game. He's loaded down with a. You per chance remember the name of that standard suit in Armored Core, and I can tell the <sighs> listeners. Unfortunately, I cannot remember it. It should be the starting armor. I do not re- remember the classification. Right, well, you keep going with your description, and I'll look that up. All right. As far as weaponry goes, because that's the big focus of it, uh, additional equipment is loaded on to a side, you know, side containers on the back, but along there, a pistol, a thermal pistol, is loaded in to the, you know, into the side holster. The main weapon of my the main weapon I use is a specialized shotgun, a kinetic shotgun. And on my back, loaded up in just in case for real last minutes or need to kill things, is my anti-material rifle. I like that your anti-material rifle is your fucking last-ditch weapon and not your shotgun. Well, just you, you, you gotta make sure that when you want to make a note of things, you start off you, you start off pretty well. You never go all in to start. All right. All right. You never go all in. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you've got this big ass um, anti-material rifle strapped to your back, shotgun in your hand, um, and uh, we see the other suits sprayed down, and they're picking up weapons too. Um, Wala and uh, where is my document? Uh, Wala and Apollo both have what look like kind of assault rifley things. Um, you know that Apollo's is, in fact, a battle, a battle rifle, which is for more of a marksman role. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, hmm, I feel like Icarus probably has something cr- super, like, cool. Um, do, 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 where is the weapons table? Tables only. That's what I want. Um, and... Icarus is carrying a hmm hmm uh, Icarus is carrying a uh, kind of um, like a in one hand he has like a uh, small stubby gun with like a massive drum on it it's like a it's like a machine gun machine pistol um and in the other hand has a uh has a sword actually fuck it has an axe <laughs> oh jesus um and then these red lights start flashing um around the uh actually yellow lights start flashing around the uh loading area uh and you see all the uh support staff pulling up onto platforms and things like that as doors at the edge of this uh ship open and water starts to flood in uh as the uh ship is lowering slightly into the water so that you guys can wade out of the back uh and then this these doors open uh and you see Icarus step off um uh 
out of the doorway and just start to sink down into the water. Um, I'm kind of disappointed. I thought we were doing like a a low orbit drop and we were just being caked in like foam and just going to hit the water hard, sink for a little bit as the foam disperses and then we just start moving to get back up the surface. I'm kind of disappointed. As the doors open, you can hear like the roaring of the sea and also the sounds of cannons firing. Um, Oh, shit. Uh, as you tap the feeds for the satellite feed that you can have access to, because you guys get that, it's part of what lets you see around the battlefield, um, you can see this column of ships that you're traveling in, and there's th- uh, three or four other ships like yours uh, dropping out troops, which you only know because like, uh, of chatter. You can't even tell that they're unloading um, other... Uh, cavalry units from this angle um, because of the way the ships are built. Uh, And then there's a bunch of other ships that look super similar but are not doing that because those ships are actual true destroyers uh, and they do not have these sort of loading bays inside them. They just have shitloads more ammo um, and thicker plating and things like that. Uh, Oh, look at that over there. Actual soldiers being dropped. Best luck to you, boys and girls. Try not to get shot. Well, I meant you, as in other cavalry units like yourselves. Uh, but yeah. No, still, message applies. Try not no. to get shot. Um, and so you drop down into the water and have to navigate towards the shore uh, by uh, map alone. Uh, and you come up on, uh, you come up towards the beach. You can feel the, uh, you can see the, it's starting to get lighter. So you can actually see out uh, now. Uh, and you start to rise up out of the waves. And we see on the beach, uh, we, the audience, see these four armoured suits uh, about as tall as a, as a house um, walk out uh, of the... Uh, actually, a person is size half. So they're not that big. Going it's from... A- if you look on... For those that uh, have access to the PDF, if you look on the front page, you'll see that the person standing there, likely the pilot of the Lancer, is standing at about knee height of the mech itself. So, assuming he's about your standard 5'10 or so, the mech is about 20 feet tall, which is is roughly the size of a house. Yeah, but that your Everest is size 1, and a person is size half. Hmm. So, your your Everest is a little bit shorter than that. But either way. So, oh, that means my anti-material gun is about my is about my mech's height. Crap. Either way, um, you you stride uh, stride out of this water. We can see the water coming off of you, um, and uh, and your and your weapons at hand, uh, and uh, you walk up onto this beach, and we see this jungle in front of you. Um, uh, this is the jungle reserve or the beach reserve. Um, the this city has some kind of ordinance that means that um, you're not allowed to build on the beach, and they don't want development encroaching on the beach. So they have this strip of nature reserve um, between the city itself and the beach. It's like maybe a kilometer or two wide at its thickest but it is very, very long. It stretches the entire length of the city and then continues beyond the city limits. Um, So you stride up towards this jungle 
uh, and uh, and Icarus steps in front and has his axe and just starts sort of hacking through some of the trees, uh, clearing a path um, where he needs to. Thankfully, because your mechs are smaller, he doesn't have to cut much. Um, as you proceed creeping through uh, the jungle. Uh, what are you doing as you advance? I uh, will make sure to check our surrounding area, doing sweeps to make sure that, you know, since four ships, possibly three, couldn't remember, were dropping or flying down within the city limits, they probably got troops out already. They were forth. they were ships in the traditional sense. They were traveling on the water. Okay. Well, seeing as how people are coming inbound, they'll likely get their defenses up. So they probably got defenses, assuming they have defenses up already. You you are part of this planet's defense force. You protect the planet. You're not an extra military force that goes to other places. It is. Mm. You are for homeland defense. Mm. You are the home guard, as it were. Well, since we're going in, make sure no one's waiting for us. So I'm just mm-hmm. checking the area. Weapons at the ready. All right. Well, I mean, that sounds like a skill check. Um, so the way that skill checks work in this is that you roll a D20 um, and you get modifiers uh, sometimes based on things that are relevant. Do you feel any of your characters, your backgrounds fields are relevant? Your life before you became a mech pilot? Hmm. And what are your fields and your background? You're a mechanic, right? I am indeed a mechanic. So you were a mechanic before this. What fields do you have? I have, strangely enough, mechanics for starships, space, and terrestrial. Mm -hmm. So anything in the space, designed for space, on spaceships or terrestrial movement, I know how to fix. So cars, motorcycles, mecha, I got that covered. Electronics, inventions, and improvisations, anything that needs to be rewired, hotwired, or put together on the spot, I got you covered on that part too. Information systems, well, I'm not a hacker, but I at least know how to work a computer. You know what? I will give you plus one accuracy uh, for uh, for being able to um, work your information systems. Uh, right. So that the way, for those of you playing at home, the way that the game resolves skills uh, or, or roll, revolves skill checks is that we roll a d20. Um, and there's a few ways of modifying that, but um, we'll talk about that when it comes up. Um, in this case, Micah doesn't have any innate modifiers, but he does have, I feel that his information uh, technology skill thing um, would give him an accuracy bonus. So he rolls a D6 in addition to his D20, and he adds the result of the D6 to his D20 roll. So what did you get, Micah? Total, that will be a 12. Brilliant. Normally, the target number to beat is 10. Um, So you succeed. Uh, And yeah, uh, there's nothing around you. Um, uh, 
Wala tells you that you guys are still on the right track. She's tracking the RFID signal for the um, dignitary uh, as you progress through uh, this jungle. Um, uh, yeah, nothing seems to happen as you approach up uh, quietly toward, as quiet as a giant fucking robot can be, uh, towards the uh, towards the resort. Uh, this sort of retreat uh, within this um, within this uh, this jungle that they have this this group has gotten special permission to build or someone has gotten special permission to build a retreat here. Um, now, as you guys were walking up here, did a did in did you talk to any of the other people? Did you try and find out who AB is? I didn't ask that question. I felt not it wasn't relevant. part of the job. Well, not cool. at the time. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so you move up, and thankfully, the um, bombardment of the city by both enemy forces and friendly forces is uh, far louder than the sound of your uh, mechs. Um, and you uh, you approach this sort of all natural wood looking um, building. It's very, it's, it's made out of wood, but also looks very clean. It's kind of, um, it's like if an artist made a building out of Ikea. That's how I would describe it. Ah. It has a Scandinavian elegance to it. Um, and it sort of just spreads through the jungle. A lot of the buildings actually um, are surrounded by more of the jungle plants. This place doesn't have designated gardens. They just let the jungle grow around it. Uh, and you see a small collection um, of... Uh, oh, you see people milling about inside the structure. Um, thankfully, you are, you are hidden for now. Uh, what do you want to do? I want to see if those are hostile targets or possibly civilian targets. Um, all right. Give me one hot second to look at my list of Lancer rules. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that sounds like a scan, and I can find more about scan on page 66. Scan action allows you to use your mech systems and optics to survey the battlefield objects and potential targets in order to gain a tactical advantage. Um, for all scan actions, scanning a target in light cover incurs a plus one difficulty to your check. They are in light cover. Uh, so, um, you'll be rolling... There are two types of scans you can perform. A basic scan, which reveals basic systemic information about your target. A basic scan is performed with standard tactical systems, able to detect specific information the naked eye is otherwise unable to provide. A deep scan is an active scan that reveals detailed specific information about your target status and equipment. To perform a deep scan, make a systems modifier versus e-defense role. Yeah, so this is unopposed. Um, so... Um, 
like a systems skill check. So your systems is 10, which means you have a modifier of zero. Um, you have a difficulty of plus one. Do you feel that you would have anything that would give you a, a accuracy bonus? Hmm. You I don't can think use traits to get yourself bonuses too, if you think any of your traits are relevant. I want to say resourceful for traits. Trying to take a, a not only relying on the scam, but also trying to rely on possibly. Yeah, you're looking at the scan in ways that others wouldn't, because yeah. you recognize that you are at a disadvantage with your equipment. All right, sure. I'll give you a plus one, which cancels out your difficulty bonus, which means you're rolling at base. So uh, roll me a d20 and hope you roll above 10. <laughs> if we were playing d and I just got a critical 20. Nice. You. That is also a critical in this. Yay. Um, things that are above uh, 20 are also considered uh, criticals in this game. Actually, are they called criticals? They might have a different term. Give me one second to double check the rolling mechanic. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. <coughs> on D20. A total result greater than 20 is a critical success, and then it doesn't tell us what happens on a critical success because this game is new and still in, in playtest. Um, maybe I'll give a bonus information. Um, as you are looking at this group, you notice that these are all guards and stuff. You don't see any, like, resort stuff. Um, some of them seem a bit more haggard than the others. Um, and you realize from correlating some of the information you're getting from your other, um, the other mechs in your unit, um, Icarus spots a vehicle and sends you some of the data on it. Uh, you recognize that that is a modified uh, town car style limousine uh, that is fitted with armor and a bunch of other things. This is some kind of politician or something like that. These are political guards Um they are guarding some kind of person that is either a member of or is important to a member of the government. Mm. Uh, which is probably why they want to be extracted. There's probably political pressure from on high, and also this person could be used to, as leverage against the government of your planet. Uh, seeing as how the squad lead is Icarus, I will message him and ask, uh, is this where the target's supposed to be? Yeah, we've got uh, we've got positive ID um, on their location here. We're picking up the RFID signal strong. Uh, they are in the center of the compound, uh, and he looks around. He says, "All right, uh, Ao, you and me are going to proceed inside uh, unmounted." All right, one second. I. Switch that off real quick. I'm going to 
swap out my shotgun and ready my anti-material rifle just mm. in case if something big starts to come in i want to have the first shot be something big and heavy okay so i'm getting that ready so if i need to hop back in here i'll have that set up but sure. as soon as I do, as soon as i do that uh, disengage the mech and move with icarus are you getting out any of your deployable uh out of you out any of your devices that are in storage in your mech to take in with you i've got my per i have a personal drone that i can use so that way i can keep an eye out or have that keep an eye out just in case uh let's see don't need to use the camo cloak i have a pilot weapon it's a it's a handheld shotgun with uh, explosive rounds. It's a quote-unquote handheld shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it it's might, not really a shotgun. It might be a large, a large handgun that I might have to hold with a second hand. It's, just... more, it's more like a pump-action grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you want to call it that. Fucking explosive rounds. Uh, yeah, so you grab that, um, and we see our pilots. Uh, they're in this. They're in their pilot hard suits, which are kind of um, light exoskeletons with a, a small amount of armor to them. Um, they make them better than the average infantry, but they they can barely stand up to a mech. Um, but uh, they're good for a, a small amount. They're an infantry enhancer. Um, in terms of what they look like, uh, welcome to the welcome to the power armor suits from the Starship Troopers directed DVD movies. Mm, they, uh, a little well, they, bit less. They, they, I would well, I would say more. Um, the the power armor, I imagine, is the stuff that Kruger has in Elysium. Mm. Um, that has armor plates on it, as opposed to what Matt Damon's character has. Um, Again, going from the artwork on this, it just looks like I threw on some protective gear from my local bike shop and have a cool helmet on. Hey, I like the art thing. I'm you. not denying anything. The artwork looks great. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's very much uh, the armor plating is sort of hanging off of it, which is fine. Um, yeah, and so uh, you two... Uh, head in. You see that uh, Icarus has a uh, sword um, at his side, something like a gladius. Um, and you move up towards the uh, compound. Um, as you get close to one of the walls, Icarus sort of makes a gesture and whispers into the comms for you to wait up a second. Mm. Um and then he looks around and says to you, can you move your drone over the compound? Beep, 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 beep. So your little hovering drone hovers over it, uh, uh, flies over the compound, and you see um, a few guards. And uh, then Icarus uh, hops the wall note as he sees that there is space and advances into uh, a room inside the house, uh, and he 
comes you see him come up behind one of these government political guards who's sitting on a couch uh seems uh a bit more exhausted than the other ones you've seen he sort of pulled his tie loose um and icarus uh grabs the guy uh around uh in a headlock and starts to choke him by pressing the guy's neck into um the uh, crook of his elbow uh, and he doesn't choke him for very long uh, it's probably just enough to knock the guy unconscious and then you see Icarus start picking over um, the gentleman's uh, uh, equipment and he pulls out an ID and he says "Ah!" and he chucks it to you um, do you look at the ID? I'd be be bad manners if I didn't look at it yeah, sure. Um, it's got some dude's name on there, but you see that it is written in uh, some kind of... It looks like Swedish, maybe, or some other Scandinavian slash Nordic language. Um, and your suit sort of trans uh, relays the information to the AI core of your mech and translates it for you and sends it back. Um, and uh, you see that this guy is part of... Uh, some kind of government officer protection bureau. That's confirming your assessment from earlier. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you guys do now that you're inside this building? I just want to make sure it's clear because I'm. Maybe it's me not understanding the story, at least as far as mission concerns. These guys that we're joking out here. Mm-hmm. Are they considered hostile targets to our... They're not considered hostile, but you don't have communication with this group. Mm. So um, they might consider us hostile. They don't know. They, they, they probably know that someone is meant to come and rescue the VIP. Mm-hmm. That's like standard. Op- that's like would be what is expected. But they lost comms getting her to this, pl- getting, uh, yeah, getting her to this place. And they don't have um, comms with Offworld or with, with like strategic command or anything like that. So there's no way to tell them in advance that you were coming. And also, if you did, that could jeopardize the exfiltration because you can't yeah. land a fucking dropship here and take them out. You have to walk them out. So you don't want anyone to prepare an ambush. All right. Well, if that's the case, then I'm going to, as soon as we verify, yeah, these are technically allied, uh, yeah, allied forces. I'm going to just move on in. All right. Uh, so you move on into the next room. Um, it is clear. Um, and do you, are you, what are you, what are you hoping to do? Are you hoping to introduce yourself to these people or are you hoping to just try and get to the VIP without being noticed? Or I'm, something just, else? I'm just moving in. I'm doing, uh, I'm hoping I can use my trait for reckless. So when I come up to the first guard or whoever starts yelling out, just say, yeah, yeah, I'm here for exfiltration, yada, yada. Sure. That's fucking reckless. Um, so you walk into the fucking courtyard as Icarus doesn't notice what you're doing because he's checking over this guy and he's like, grab the guy's gun and he's looking at it. Uh, and then he turns, sees you, goes to move, realizes you're going to be spotted and just rolls into a cupboard. 
um, as you walk out into the room, and this guard pulls out a shitty little pistol and aims it at you. He's like, who are you? Stay where you are. Stop moving. Identify yourself. I stop, look at him, look at his gun, show him mine, and say, I uh, am the exfiltration for give said code name. Code name is AB. I'm here to pick, I'm here for the exfiltration for AB. Put your weapon down. Otherwise, you're not going to like it, kid. Um, make me a you get make me a skill check to try and convince them that you are sincere. Um, you get plus one accuracy for reckless, and you get plus one difficulty for <laughs> these people have been guarding her for like forty eight hours straight, yeah. are tired, exhausted, and are fearful for their lives. So your two bonuses um, cancel each other out. Uh, and so roll me a straight d20. All right, so there we go. Hey, my luck's still rolling. 14. 14, nice. Um, so the guard lowers his gun and says, right, right, okay. Um, sure. Uh, so you are you with, like, high command or uh, secret operations? Uh, wh- what's going on? Yeah, I just walk over, pat him on the shoulder. Spec ops, man. You can't get you know, classified information. You need to know. Okay. Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, I, I feel need- I feel like there would be people that I feel like they'd probably have unarmored soldiers, power armored soldiers, and mech cavalry right in this setting. Okay. So he probably doesn't know that you're a cavalry unit. He probably just thinks that you're like some power armored spec ops guy. Yeah, that's why I said spec ops. Just pat them on yeah, some spec yeah. ops. Don't worry about it, man. We're here for to get, we're here to take it off your hands. Uh, and then uh, Icarus emerges out of the room. Uh, he says, uh, I just, "Personally, I just imagine him popping out of the out of the pool cupboard right next to the guy. Like, there's no way you could get in there. How the hell did you do that?" Icarus just sort of appears. Just, um, see, spec ops, we do this. Uh, and then he presses his uh, at the neck of his suit uh, and pulls off his helmet. Uh, and you see that he's got uh, sort of thick, uh, curly uh, hair uh, and a dark, tanned uh, complexion. Um, he's probably in his 30s or 40s. Uh, he steps forward uh, and... Uh, and... Uh, Says the guy, we need to extract uh, AB. Uh, we have transport for them. Uh, we uh, we need you to bring them to us. Uh, uh, no personal belongings, nothing, just them. Uh, the guy's like, oh, right, 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 right. Uh, and then you hear um, someone on uh, the guy's radio earpiece thing squawk. Um, he says, huh? Um, we've got we've got movement on one of the perimeters, uh, and uh, Icarus says, "I'm going to go look at that. You go get the VIP." Uh, he says to you, uh, AO, uh, and he um, sort of turns your body, like he grabs your shoulder and turns you and pushes you towards this dude, like a gentle push. 
as if to say there is no contesting this, go get her. Uh, as Icarus puts his helmet back on uh, and moves towards the edge, uh, he has the dude's uh, little um, SMG in his hand, which like would do nothing to a mech, but if there's a person, it's going to be better than his sword. All right, pal, let's get moving. You got a name? Um, uh, yeah, uh, 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 Simon? All right, Simon, let's get moving. If those hostiles come in, it's going to be a bad thing. So the sooner we get her out of here, the better. You think it's actually actually hostiles? You think they found us? Don't, don't leave anything to chance. Let's just go. Come on. Uh, So he leads you down this winding, um, corridors and, and, um, on open uh, walkways between buildings. Um, you can hear the bombardment of the city in the distance, and every now and again there's a louder explosion. Um, it's not closer, it's just something, some loud explosion happening in the city. Uh, and then uh, he leads you into a room, and you see a girl asleep uh, on a bed, uh, or lying on a bed at the very least. Uh, you see a... Uh, man, a woman uh, and a man uh, uh, sitting uh, on chairs uh, talking softly to one another and in the corner of the room you see an older pattern hard suit, maybe like a year or two out of date Um, it's open um, kind of like um, the way Kind of like the way the power armor opens in Fallout 4. Hey, or, a suit of XO1. Type what, B. It, it's, nice. not that lar- it's not as large as the power armor in, no. um, in Fallout 4. It's just it opens that way, right? So, like, all these yeah. seams open on the back of it. Uh, um, and it's painted, in, it's painted in bright colors in the, in the same way that you would paint like um, a black box on an aircraft. Um, and you see the two guy, the two people in this room who are chatting sort of look to you and say, I take it that you're friendly. They both sort of say it in unison. Yes, I am. You are? Uh, one of them gets up and moves towards you. Uh, we, the woman, uh, moves towards you. Yeah, we're the, we're her normal protection detail. Um... We, when we, when we heard what was happening on the city, we contacted, um, contacted the, uh, ground, uh, organization to move her from where she was staying. Um, we couldn't get into the city. So we came to this, uh, location. Uh, uh, it's often used by dignitaries visiting the city. We figured it would be more secure. Well, if you if you didn't hear, get the notice out. Sounds like we got we got incoming, possibly hostile. So it's best we get the we get. Uh, I point to the person on the bed, assuming that's the target. Get her out of here. Uh, yeah. Um, the woman goes to the guy. Uh, the guy moves rather. The guy uh, who was also in here moves to get the girl up. Um, and then the woman leans in you and says, "Look, when we got here, there were other uh, political figures here." Are you here to exfiltrate all of them? My orders just say her. I don't know about anybody else. All right. Look, that's probably going to be a problem. Why? 
look, they probably are going to expect that they're getting uh, taken out of here as well. The, the governor of this region is here. He's in the next room. <sighs> he's probably going to go bust in or meet me in the hallway as soon as we try to get out of here. As you say, he's probably going to go busting in. You see two, like, beefy guards... Um, and a uh, young-ish man, maybe late 20s. Uh, um, probably just as soon as I start to hear the footsteps of the guard. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, this guy walks in and says, Oh, finally! Rescue! You must be here to extract us! Do you have some kind of armored transport? How are we getting out of here? I'm going to tag resourceful if I need to make a roll for this, because I'm going to lie my ass off. Mm-hmm. What do you say? I say, yes, we have an armored transport coming in, sir. We're just the vanguard. We're here to get the initial wave out, possibly those that will be used as a distraction to get more important dignitaries out. So we are. I'm here to exfiltrate this, this particular for, uh, this person first, followed by you. Our convoy will be here within five minutes. Now the sounds of... Do you of say this quietly to him, like as if it's privileged information just for him? Yeah, no. I will walk right over to him and say, hi, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, we're going to use the other... Pr- the other yeah, just, just walk over to him because it's been stated this guy is this 20 year old guy is the governor uh yeah he's like a younger politician this is probably his first important place as using that as my leverage walk him over wave off scars walk him over away from them just quietly saying i need you to be understanding sir this is a high priority mission we're here to get the dignitaries out but in order to do that properly our, com- our armored convoy is inbound however the sound of approaching enemies are coming in so we need to re- act as if we've got all the primary dignitaries out so we're taking my group is taking a small batch person over there first to act as a decoy when the armored transport comes in you'll have a much clearer window to get out of here understand uh yeah yeah so roll me um roll me a d20 uh, and 2d6 take the highest result because I will give you plus 2 accuracy. You are resourceful and you told a pretty good story. <laughs> 20. All total. Um, which, what, what, what were your 2d6? So I, got, I got... I have a natural 15 on the d20 and I rolled of the 2d6 uh, the highest was a 5. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's the way that works. When you get um, for those listening, when you get multiple accuracy, um, you roll two d. You roll however much accuracy you get. Uh, in this case, two, and you take the highest result uh, from that uh, from those two and add it. So Micah rolled uh, a five, and uh, what was the other thing? A fifteen. No, 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 no. for the two d sixes. Oh, that would be a three. Yeah, a five and a three. So he takes the five, adds that to his 15, gets a 20. Uh, so yeah, the guy's like, oh, brilliant. Yes, excellent. Um, uh, well, if you're, if you're bringing in an armored transport and you need to make a more convincing distraction, be sure to use my town car. He, I... thinks, you don't have, he thinks you don't have a vehicle. Oh. Well, because you haven't sir. told him you're mech cavalry or anything. Yeah, no, no. Just I pat him, I pat him gently on the shoulder. Understood, sir. However, it's best that we wait. We leave that here, possibly best before our transport comes in. 
to use that as a secondary means. So as we go, as we ourselves have a small transport ready for this particular in, for this particular scenario, waiting for this uh, waiting out back, we'll use your town car as a secondary distraction, ensuring a better chance, a higher probability that the armored transport getting you out of here has a much greater success chance of survival. Cool. As you say that, you hear a single uh, gunshot ring out from the distance, and then you hear come over your comms, uh, AO, uh, have you got that dignitary back to your mech yet? Have you got the VIP back to your mech yet? VIP secured, on the way now. I say as I pat the governor on the shoulder yet again, say, if I may, sir, have to, get to, have to do the job. Right, right, right. Um, so you... Uh, move back inside and you see that the two bodyguards are standing um, next to this girl as the armor zips up behind her into this bright, and she's surrounded it now inside this bright orange power armor. And she turns around and says, um, I, I guess, um, and she puts a, a power armored hand out to you and says, I'm uh, uh, Ali. Alvilda. I I tap the arm, not shaking it, but I just tap it so in case she doesn't know how to properly squeeze it, just tap her. You can call me AO. Uh, Follow me outside. Move quick. We're going to be running. Yep. Uh, The other two guards uh, kick open um, boxes uh, at the... uh, Kick open a box at the bottom of the bed and you see one of them grab... um, out, uh, you see them both grab out uh, uh, assault rifles. Uh, they look like pilots' weapons. Um, All right, I just motioned those two. All right, you two, I got spots on the mech. You're going to be hanging off. Come on, I say you... that as after we begin. Yeah, as as the, the four, as the four of you walk out the corridor, the politician's like, "Wait, mech?" and is confused. He stays where he is, but he's confused. Yeah, no, that's why I'm just walking and going as I explain it to him. Hope you just having that situation. Get outside uh, as I move. Uh, Radio Icarus, uh, on, you know, proceeding to Mech now. What is the situation? Uh, yeah, we've got hostiles coming in, and just as you hear that, you hear a, a you hear a like the mic flare and cut out on his end, and then an explosion. Uh, as uh. A grenade or something has just gone off uh, at the other edge of the compound. Uh, what do you do? Well, first off, get the mech, load up. As soon as that happens... Uh, right, right, right. You're still in the compound. So you, yeah. what do you tell the other the people that are with you? The, four, I, the three people. I tell them to move quickly to the tree line where I have my mech. Tell them to get inside there. Open communications with Walla and Apollo. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's start with one command to the people. Okay. I tell them, get into the tree line. Cool. So they start running uh, with you through the last few corridors um, of the compound, and then you jump the banister um, railing thing uh, and start sprinting across the uh, the low fern sort of patch that you're in towards the trees and they start and they and the other three and you the uh, three people following you spot these mechs as they spot your mechs the four mechs of yours um you hear a 
cavalcade of gunfire explode behind you, and then you hear the distinct pop, followed by a whiz of bullets going nearby you, and then you hear the girl behind you scream. As you hear the woman behind you uh, grab her and say, Keep moving! Is is the girl in the mech? The girl is in the hard suit. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, the target is in the hard suit. Um, do you turn around or do you keep running? Oh, I mean, you've got your drone. You could have your drone look. Uh, yeah, have the drone keep it, you know, have its eye on, the, on my back. Yeah, the guy uh, that was with them is dead on the ground. His head is exploded. Uh, uh, his gun is laying in the ferns. Uh, as you see the the woman sort of holding her gun towards where she thinks the fire comes from and is like pushing um, pushing AB uh, to move. As she shouts, move, go, run! Um, I, assuming Walla and Apollos are still in the tree lines like they've been waiting there, I yeah, tell you them... See, uh, you see what... Uh, Waller's mech take a step out of the bushes um, and raise her assault rifle towards I, the direction of the gunfire, and I, then you just see like a single tracer round and a bunch of other bullets follow it. As I it, just, I just it, shout. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just shout to her and Apollos, suppressing fire. Cover me, damn it! Cover the target. Yeah, they just light up that section of jungle where the bullets came from. Um, uh, you see uh, that Apollos has grabbed a grenade off of his mech uh, and hurls it to a war uh, between you and the bit of jungle they're out there destroying and then smoke just starts to fill that space I immediately load into my mech as soon as I do I move over to... I want to point out that if you load into your mech... Yes. Um, who is going to get uh, AB into the storage compartment, which she definitely doesn't know how to operate? I will... Since Apollos gestured the grenade as I'm loading up, Send them a wire saying, "Get the targets, and if her bodyguard's still there, get them into my get them into the storage units." Come on. Um. Yeah. Uh. Apollos. Uh. You see him dismount from his mech. He like. Um. It's like the the armor plate on the front of the mech opens, and it's like he's already started leaping before the door has fully opened, and he goes flying into the ferns, uh, and skids across it. As you see uh, him bring up a uh, assault rifle that is just like panning the area as he skids through the ferns. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, as soon as I load in my mech, I have the anti-material rifle at the ready. I position and, yeah. my, I position myself so it's you know as a in a crouch. One, so it's easier for them to get harnessed on, and two, so I have stability. I'm scanning, looking for a target just so I can shoot it. You're, you can't see through the, through the fog, uh, through the smoke, but your drone is still deployed. All right, I'll have my drone fly up because it can go up to with it can go in about a mile radius. Yeah. It says, I think it says a mile, but regardless, 
Havoc fly out of range and give me an over over. Yeah, an Overwatch. Overwatch, an over an, a landscape view of the area, so I can see where we are and if anyone's approaching. So yeah. I can use that date. So I can use that to position and fire. Yeah. So you see the uh, you see the compound stretched out below you, and it's sprawling. It kind of looks like a molecule or something. Is how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have like a lot of. It's not like symmetrical or anything like that. Um, And you see like the gunfire lighting up on one side of the compound uh, and a road stretching from where that limousine was and curving back um, towards where where you just took fire from. So um, where you just took fire from is effectively um, just around the corner from the the main driveway in and Mm -hmm. where the big amount of explosion and where Icarus is, uh, is on the other side of the compound. So they were attempting to distract people, um, away from the front gate and accidentally ran into a bunch of mechs. Um, and you hear, uh, Icarus come over the comms, uh, uh, you need to get them out of here now. As you see his mech uh, close up and then start sprinting towards the compound and it just barrels through a building. Um, his mech must have an AI system in it and is attempting to get to him as quick as possible. All right. Uh, as, as I look... As- as the others are being finally being loaded up, I turn, I radio Walla, I tell her supports Icarus. But if things get heavy, you fall back and rejoin with me and Paulus, and we're and as soon as they're loaded up, Paulus gets loaded in. We're out of here. Yeah, um, sure. So she starts to move off. Um, you are watching that um, fog. You can see that there's a lot of people on the other side of the smoke. I keep saying fog. Uh, you can see that there's a lot of people on the other side of the smoke um, from your drone camera, but you can't really line up a shot from that. Yeah. Um, Icarus uh, is has grabbed uh, a B and has also grabbed the dead guy's assault rifle, and you see him, like, strap it to her back because there's, like, magnetic plates for mounting weapons to, because, like, why would you have fucking holsters? Yeah, so um, awesome. So, like, mags onto the back of her armor, and he, like, drags her as she's screaming, and then uh, he gets up to your mech, uh, and over the comms he says, uh, which pod am I putting her in? Uh, let's see. Is her bodyguard dead as well now? Um, the male bodyguard is dead. The female is not. But like Icarus isn't grabbing the female one. Like he needs to get AB. Yeah, no. I tell him put since there's three of them. Let's say there's one behind my left shoulder, one behind my right shoulder, and one on my back. I tell her put her in my left shoulder. Right. So that's probably the one that your drone was in before. Yes. Yeah. So she crams uh, into that. Um, it's very tight. Um, probably be a little more spacious if she didn't have the armor, but whatever. Um, so she climbs, uh, into that and he seals it, uh, and it locks. 
uh, and then you see a little chat window like thing pop up. So you have your like battle net um, for your squad. You have the wider battle net for your like um, for your like attack group or whatever, and then you have a little small battle net for internal comms within your mech. So you have her and you, and probably your drone. All right. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, you see um, Apollos uh, look at uh, the woman and say, uh, and he just he looks at the female bodyguard and he just nods at her and she nods as well uh, and moves uh, back towards the compound where uh, where Icarus's mech had just barreled through the building um, as uh, Apollos climbs into the mech. You can hear mech fire from the other uh, end of the compound as the smoke starts to clear uh, and Icarus mounts up in his mech and then he like taps, his mech taps yours on the shoulder in the same way that if you were like, if two soldiers were about to like breach uh, a building or whatever, they yeah. would tap one another to say, you're good to move forward. Like he could have said that through comms, but it must be some quirk of his nature that he taps you. That's fine. Um, and you can see like in the peripheral vision of your mech, you can see like the barrel of his battle rifle pointed towards. So he starts to advance towards the smoke, seeing as you have the longer range gun. Yep. Uh, assuming Walla came back with him since he's... No, Walla went to Icarus. Yeah, that's right. I'll say. So, Apollos is with me. All right. So, he leads. I start to follow. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yes. Apollos is the one that tapped you on the shoulder. My bad. Yeah. Um, so, Apollos moves up to the smoke. And just as it clears, you see two fire trails um, ignite as someone <laughs> has just shot two fucking rocket launches um, at Apollos. Uh, and so, you see... Uh, his mech just take just uh it dodges out of the manages to just barely dodge one of the rockets and it fires off into the deeper uh deeper into the forest uh or jungle uh and the other one just slams into him and you see him sort of reel and fall and smash into one of the buildings what do you do as you see uh uh like a squad um, a, plat- a platoon of oh, probably like half a platoon of guys, and two of them have like rocket launches. So, my rifle has the quirk or additional tag of ordinance does that do anything like cause an ex- um we ordinance doesn't mean that it has a blast radius damn. it means that you can't move and shoot it ah damn i was hoping i uh, Can I get a quick look at the approaching... As you said, it was a battalion? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like half a platoon. Half a platoon? You assume that the other that the other half of the platoon is at the other side of the compound. Um, 
and you wanted to get a look at them. That sounds like a scan action to me. Yep. Uh, so they no longer have cover. So it's just a straight D20. I do not make it as I rolled a one. Oh, boy. Thankfully, there's no like critical successes in this. Uh, so what you see, because this is a game where you fail forwards, um, you see that there is a bunch of people there. But people. You can't tell exactly what their armaments are. You can't tell like what their affiliation is or anything like that. But you manage to take in quickly as you look at look to them that they are people. They're not in hard suits. They're not in. Uh, they're not. Uh, they're, you don't see any mechs with them. They're just folk. All right. I'm without. You know the priorities get her out of here, so. I will begin moving forward, put the rifle on my back as I had it, unsling my shotgun, and I'm going to bull rush my way forward. I believe that there is a ram. Um, yeah, uh, roll me a d20. I will give you an accuracy bonus because you are likely to just charge straight through these squishy meat bags. That was what I was hoping because I was trying to go with reckless again. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, reckless. Good point. You should always call out when you think that your reckless applies because that means you get plus two accuracy. Right. So you roll two d6 and take the highest. I get a, of the 2d6, the highest is 6, and I rolled nice. an 18, so for 24. 24, yeah. You charge through um, these people, um, knocking them out of the way, and you just, like, you stamp on one of the guys as you run past. Like, you weren't even aiming to do that. It just, he didn't move fast enough. You, like, bat away the two that had the rocket launchers with one of your arms, and they go flying into a wall and through it. Um, it's like an adobe wall too, so they're probably not in good health. Uh, and you just keep barreling on. Um, <coughs> uh, and as you uh, do, you see the town car uh, peel out um, and down the road, um, the road that leads back towards the city. Um and then you hear over the comms, um, Apollos, move to me. Uh, Ao, keep moving towards the extraction site. We will rendezvous with you when we can. Uh, was Apollos down, or was he... He was knocked down. He probably took some damage, but he wasn't out. Okay, because I wanted to make sure on that. I was going to radio Apollos down. Yeah, uh, he's probably... He was... you, you're pretty confident that he's probably... You can probably see him in your peripheral already getting up. But probably the, dr the drone's still up there, so I'm still getting an overhead shot. All right. If you start like running towards the town, your drone is not going to be able to keep up with you. I'll. I'm sprinting right now to keep, to cover distance. As soon as it's clear from the video that the attacks, the attackers aren't following in the, mm -hmm. uh, at any high speed, I'll have the drone follow to keep pace, and then. You know, just keep moving. Mm -hmm. It's at this point. It's don't stop. Yeah. 
Um, just before you get um, beyond the compound, you see um, what Icarus, um, Wala, and Apollos are fighting. Uh, there is a platoon and a half of um, anti-mech units, as in, like, people armed with rocket launchers and grenade launchers and shit. Uh, or rather, it's probably, like, half a platoon of anti-mech and then a platoon of just fucking people. Um, and you also see uh, a cavalry unit, but it's a cataphrac. Cataphrac being the tank versions of cavalry. The big fuck-off dudes. Oh, Jesus. Um, so three who says versus a cataphrac and an anti-mech unit. I'm going to radio to them, and if they haven't been made aware of those inbound things, I'm informing them that that. So what and do you say on comm? Because you're not going to know what they're aware of without mentioning. Yeah, so I will mention everything I see. Chris, you say, yeah, go, 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 go. Full platoon and cataphracty inbound. Get out. Fall back. Uh, Icarus says, uh, stay on mission, soldier. And then the comm gets cut. Like, he's, like, blocked you. Oh, Jesus, don't die, you moron. Fall. Oh, what? I just keep going. You have your orders. Except he's Greek, so it wouldn't sound like that. So, uh, as you run down this road, um, the car slows down a bit uh, and uh, roll and opens uh, the driver's side door. Um, sort of parks the car sideways. Uh, and opens the driver's side door, and out pops um, the woman from before. This woman needs her name. Uh, Joanna. Joanna. I'm thinking Joanna Dark. Well, I mean, she doesn't need a last name. I know, but I'm, that's who I'm picturing. Cool. Um, she looks up to you, uh, and you... Uh, and you see uh, her, um, you see her sign um, out a bunch of numbers to you, which you would know that that she is signing to you her com uh, frequency. Immediately do so, and as soon as I, as soon as we open up, I did she stop moving or she stopped moving so that you two could fucking communicate because like, okay. otherwise there was no way for you to talk. So she's like, she parked the car so that it's blocking the road so that she can use it as cover, stepped right. out, signed that to you, and then waited to see if you connected comms. Right, I do. Cool. Um, she says, so what are we doing? It seems like one, I saw a bunch of guys swarming that compound when we drove out of there. Um, we're making it to the spaceport right now. That's the exfiltration site. That's where we'll have allied units ready for us. We need to get there. Look, um, I'd like to come with you into the city, but uh, once we get there, I have to... I'll... My family... Um... So, I got 
AB, when she is here attending school, uh, what was the, what's the guy that's dead? Jonah. name? Jonah. Jonah and Joanna? No. Pick a new name. <laughs> Fine. Uh, Albert. <laughs> How about a non-white person name? Okay. Demetrius. Dominic? Let's go with Dominic. Let's okay. go with Dom. Yeah. I'm giving you names. Although that's a, that's that's pretty whatever. Anyway, Dom. So Dom, um, yeah, she says, look, I guard A B when she's here at school. Dom guards her when she's back in the capital. We were about to switch over when this shit started happening. Um I live here. My family needs me. I done my job. I'll I'll get you. I'll I'll come with you to the city. But once we get there, you have your mission. I have mine. I just as as we're talking, I just kind of motioned her to keep moving. I just shrugs. If that's what you want to do, go ahead. I can't stop you. My mission. The whole is the whole mech shrugs. Yes. Uh, and you start walking on, and she closes the car and slowly rolls forward. I'll just open a comms between her and AB, and out of curiosity, mission just has me get you out of here. What is you? Uh, are you in a dignitary's child or something, kid? Or are you? She's sort of quiet uh, and reserved, um, probably like freaking the fuck out. Um, and she doesn't say anything. And then uh, Joanna speaks and says, she's Alvilda Bondam. And Bondam sounds vaguely familiar to you. Um, Bondam. Um, Bondam. Bondam is the Secretary of Agricultural Expansion Um and head of the development uh, of agriculture for the southern continent of the planet. Uh. Do you really understand why such a shitty politician would have so much influence? Like, he has a lot of financial influence. Like, the agriculture is important to the internal economy of the planet. It's not mm. important to the external economy of the planet. Um you don't understand why he had why he had pull to move you to protect his daughter like if this is just you protecting his daughter you don't understand why it matters cuz like they can't like the people here high command would not uh be compromised by this daughter being captured they, if the terrorists or the whatever co- captured her and be like, oh, give us control of the spaceport or we'll kill this girl, they would be like, kill okay. the girl? He's All not right. important enough for them to have put on this much effort to save her. I, okay, so that's her and father. She's of, uni- she's of university age, by the way. I, again, uh, say, okay, that's her father. Who's your mom? It's yeah, just it's going. It's calling them out on their bluff. It's just okay. So that's the dad. Who's the mom? Oh, she's the president. I knew it. 
No, they, the the yeah. the father is the only um, yeah. politically important figure. I I immediately call them out on this. Is okay, the agriculture guy, the secretary, you know, agriculture secretary doesn't have enough sway to get four, you know, four mecca pulled off to come get his daughter and have a full battalion and anti-Mecca armaments coming after her. Uh, Joanna doesn't say anything, but you hear um, AB start crying. Um, as you've just said that she... <laughs> you've just said that She's basically worthless and and didn't do and doesn't deserve to be saved, which I know is probably not your character's intention, but that's what uh, that's that's what she hears. She hears that, and I go, The immediate says, Why are you crying? This means you're highly valued, someone cares a lot more about you than I thought initially. You're very important, kid. I want to know why. If you're she, somebody really big up, I got to get you out of here as soon as possible. She cries louder as you're walking towards the Jesus city. I just shake. I just, if a mech shakes his head, I am not paid. I'm God. Your sensor array swivels. <laughs> God damn it. This thing was supposed to tell me human emotion is better than I can read it. God damn it. Um, you could try and find out more about her by doing like an information check or like a, an information security check or something. Um, All right. That'd be like a pilot check, I think. Um, I'll, I'll do that. Do, 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 do. Yeah. So that'll just be a straight D20. I get a six. Mm. Yeah. You don't find anything really on her like at all. Like you check the net. It's like, Yep, he has a daughter. She attends a university. You see, like, a photo of her at a press conference. Um, you see a photo of her at uh, dinner with the um, uh, planetary president. Um, uh, yeah, her and the planetary president are, are, like, talking. And then you see a photo of her having dinner, her and her father having dinner with the planetary president. Um, and the planetary president's um, family. Uh, you see a photo of her and the planetary president's family, like her family and their family, um, attending uh, like a, a play. Oh. You see them at another function together. Oh. But I yeah, you don't see any any records or anything that suggests this girl is important. I think I know what's going on. Uh, possibly. You have a hypothesis? I have a hypothesis. What is it? Uh, well, it's either, since the families are close together, it sounds like the her dad asked a favor of the president. If the two families are actually kind of close, or maybe there's something else going on between maybe the kids. I'm thinking the dad probably begged or got the president to send us in to pick up uh, the daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. That would, that would be the working assumption there. Can you think of a way to test this hypothesis as you're marching towards the city? Um, you've, you're not on the private road for this um, 
for this uh, resort. Now you're on one of the roads that serves for like the rangers that serve, like the park rangers that check on the um, nature reserve. You're on like one of the roads that they would use. So, of the photos that I see of her, like in her university and such, do I see a familiar face? Like she's a university student. Of the photos of her family and the president's family, is there a, another from the university photo I can recognize? Um, you don't see any, like, you don't see anyone that is at the university other than, like, um, entourage crossing over with at the state dinner. Like, her entourage being at the university, but none of um, the president's entourage or anything like okay. that. Okay. I'll just start asking her follow-up. You know, I'll just start questioning her about some of these pictures and the events there to kind of, if she's still, you know, having, if she's still upset, just trying to take her mind off the situation, just ask her questions. Yeah, like, oh, so you've, you've, you've had dinner with the president. What was that like? <laughs> just immediately say, so if she's got a bio up there, hopefully, like, find something out about what she's studying and just start quizzing her on that stuff. Just, yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm a mechanic. Mechanic, you say? <laughs> Uh, she is a, uh, she is a studying, uh, various fields of biology and bio and, um, biomechanical science. Um, but she's not picked her final degree yet. She's taking a lot of courses that could be broadly useful for, um, organic discipline stuff. But uh, nothing that's applied. Like she could be, she could segue into doctor. She could segue into um, into uh, xenobiologist. She could segue into zoologist. Like there's too vague at this point. She hasn't chosen a specialty. That's only fair. So I'll just keep the conversation going from there. Like trying to link things. Like from time these kind of these photos and just start asking her about uh the dinner she's been to the things the galas how her how she can say she's had dinner with the president and his family her family the president's a woman you didn't you had been clarified that part i thought i had my bad yeah the president's a woman okay how how she's had family with the president with the president and her family mm -hmm. um do you ask her about a personal life maybe uh, once she's calmed down, starts you know, talking, yes. Yeah. What do you ask him? Uh, Even if you just ask her about a topic, you don't have to give me the specific question. All right. Crap. Uh, it's, now it's just trying to figure out. She's talked about her school, uh, her own viewpoints on what's going on with the world. <laughs> she is confused about what is going on. She doesn't understand why people wouldn't want to be part of the planetary government, why someone would try and break away from this. And she doesn't understand why these people would want to kill people. Just rolling, you know, just rolling with, you know, rolling with that. Just, just questioning, you know, just shrugging again. She can probably kind of feel the shrug as it happens. Is some people are crazy, some people are driven for whatever reason. Make no me idea. A skill check. 
right. 19. Uh, she says, you're just like, uh, hmm, what will their name be? Um, do, 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 do. She says that you are, where is the thing I'm looking for? There it is. Come on, load. <laughs> she says that you are just like uh, Razak. And then Joanna comes on call and says, uh, maybe we should stop this conversation. We're getting close to the city now. Um, and check on that one. Uh, you don't need to check. Razak is the uh, is the uh, one of the children of the president. Oh, okay, there we go. Uh, Waiting Razak. for that connection. Razak is the president's second oldest child. Um, Razak is gender non-conforming um, and uses the pronouns they, them. Uh, Razak uh, is known for being something of a charming individual, if a bit private. Um, like you often see photos of Razak out at uh, nightclubs and things like that, but n you never hear Razak speaking out about um, their political views. Um, you never hear about Razak getting into like a scandal or anything. Um, there's a lot of implication that Razak might be a scandalous individual, but like if they are, they keep it very private uh, and keep it hidden very well. Uh, and as you make this realization, you see the city spread out before you. You reach um, the road that you're on comes up to like a T intersection and you're at like this strip of um, road that is just beneath a raised like highway. And the raised highway runs the length of the city on this side, on the ocean side. Mm. Um, well, the ocean and forest side. Uh, the seaside reserve side? Anyway, um, and so you see that raised freeway and then like the wall of the city, it's like um, any kind of wall you would have on a freeway. Like it's not like a, it's not like a defensive wall. It's just like a sound wall. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is where Joanne peels off. She says, all right, I'm good luck to you. And, um, and, and uh, AB, you just do whatever AO says. All right. Uh, before Joanna leaves, I want to give her a in a moment of you know just trying to help out and maybe also get some uh, clout with AB. Oh, since I know her, what's her actual name? AB. It is AB. Okay. No, 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 no. As in that was a question mark. AB? Question mark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Her real name is. Um, it is. Alvilda Bondam. Right, I'll just go with Alvilda. Yeah. Uh, she also sometimes goes by Allie. Allie. 
know that. I use information systems. Uh, I want to see if I can't find a network, like a secure network that uh, Joanna can't hopefully get in contact with. Possibly connect up with people uh, from our military side if need All be. Right. So what do you want this to do? Uh, have her, you know, an exit plan somewhere that she can go to so, like, if we've established, if she goes in there, she's trying to find a way out and gets, you know, if her family. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I got you. Make me an information. Actually, information systems, you don't need to roll. You've got it. So, it's an automatic success. Um, you know uh, that if that the that once the spaceport was converted into a temp into the military staging ground for the defenses of the city. Um, that it had, they would have put up special military um, locators and RFID things and stuff like that, um, and that there is an emergency sort of, well, not an emergency, but there's kind of uh, a whole set of signals and codes um, that are being transmitted to allow for, like, forces to coordinate where they are in relation to home base and stuff like that in this age of information warfare uh, and stuff and and so on. Um and you know, or and fucking mech suits dropping from orbit into hot zones, and, and all that crazy stuff. Um, so uh, you know that um, an hour before um, any uh, evacuation, all of those signals will be cut. So she's got about an hour. Because I'm here to get this girl out, and then they're going to peel out, or do we know how long this will be? You have no idea how long until... you you. There's no I'm plan just... for the spaceport to be abandoned. Okay. Uh, the spaceport is just your, is your stronghold in the city, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have high hopes for that spaceport being held forever. Um, pretty much the neck, like... You've already suffered. You've already seen the first forty-eight hours of this siege, and they barely managed to secure the spaceport. You can't imagine that the local forces are going to be able to keep the spaceport. Like only, there's only like twenty or thirty other mechs that came in on your landing, uh, on your uh, group. So there's not that much cavalry coming in. All right, so then I will inf- I will give her some of those codes and tell her flatly, you've got a you've got a short window. I don't know how long it'll be open. You find them, use those codes to tell them you're on your way in. If you don't, I can't do anything more for you. When these co- when these signals disappear, that means that base is about to be overrun. You've got you've got a short window. Find them and go. If you can get back before they leave, you're on a transport out. Uh, Joanne says, "Thank you for understanding." Um, she gets in the car and drives off. Uh, now you need to get to the fucking spaceport because I, you're on a similar fucking time yeah. schedule. So I start moving. As I move, I. Kind of motion to uh, 
Iowa behind me say, would you prefer me to keep using that code name or would you like me to use a different name for you? I know your, I know your first name's Avilia. Uh, would you like me to use that instead? Um, she says, you can call me Allie, I suppose. I'm Allie. I'm going to be frank with you. I got to run us there quick. I may encounter hostile troops, if not Mecca. If that's the case, if I get you close to the spaceport, you're going to have to run while I keep them back and then join you. The spaceport's going to have our troops, going to have allies to keep you safe. But if I tell you to run and go there, you just need to run. You understand me? Roll me a d20. Uh, can I use dedication for this? Trying yeah, to... sure. Plus one d6. Cool. For that accuracy bonus. All right. Uh, with the d4, or sorry, d6, I roll a four and I roll a 17, so 21. Nice. Um, you get the sense that you've, that you've gotten through to her, and hopefully she will remain resolved. Yeah. Um, I'm just slowly getting stuff information in her head trying to you know, knowing she's not going to be a you know not a soldier type trying not to be a drill sergeant yelling at her because i saw how well that worked mm. so it's calmly and very deliberately explaining if i tell you to do something do it if something happens and we're there go just run your suit will help we'll suit you protect you enough but if you see big things like in the mech I'm in, you need to run to the spaceport where they've got bigger guns. Understand? And so on and so forth. Yeah. Just always repeating back to you run for the spaceport. You don't look back. You don't stop to help people. You run. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. So with that, just proceeding along, if if and when I come to blockades, I believe we got my mech upgraded to where I could fly. I think we, I think that was yeah. Installed. You can fly. You can't fly for sustained distances. No, but I'm using you it have, to. You have jump of, jets if you yeah, wanted to get up onto the freeway. Yeah, I'm doing what I can to basically cut my travel time down from take this pathway for an out for five miles, turn left. I'm just going the straight line as best as I can. Yeah, sure. So you jump up onto the freeway, then you jump over the sound barrier and you, uh, inside, um, the city, uh, the area that you're in is like, you see apartment, buildings and stuff it's not it's not like narrow and cramped but it's not like wide and um beautiful either uh and so you uh you start to head down the street and you're uh and this street's pretty straight for a while and then you you, you know you're jumping forward um uh so far so good um what do you do to try and check that you're heading in the right direction Hmm. Best thing to do would have my drone do a scan 
and give me do an overhead shot again. Just do a pan around, see where the spaceport is. I should have a map that tells me exactly where it you is. You know where the spaceport is, but it's more yeah. a matter of like um, how I get there, seeing what's ahead of you and things like yeah. that. So you're going to have the drone moving up ahead of you. Yeah, I'm going to have it go... me an information systems check or whatever it is. No, wait. Information systems is just a thing that you have, right? Yeah. Yeah. So So, um, you will succeed. Um, You see, like, fires burning and things like that, and you can see the far side of the city from you where the... um, where the enemy encampment is probably set up from the information you saw uh, in the briefing. Um, and you know that the spaceport is to the north near the uh, near the edge of the city so that they could expand the spa- spaceport as they needed. Um, and so you pretty much have to cross uh, like half the city to get there. Um, and Am that- I able to... Am I able to pick up any radio chatter from uh, Allied forces? Um, let's call that. Make me a D twenty check, and I'll give you a plus six from your um field, because that's like I feel like that's invasion, rather than working comms. <laughs> okay. Because you're trying so, to hack their battle net, basically. Yeah. All right. So roll a d6 as well. Yeah. Okay. Like you can hear their unencrypted chatter, and there's yeah. nothing fucking useful on it. Yeah. I get with the d6, I get a one, and I roll a 16, so 17. Yeah. Cool. Um, so they're unencrypted channels. You browse through that easily enough and don't find anything too useful. There's a lot of like sharing. Um, there's a lot of, um, people being like, oh yeah, we've spotted, we spotted a drop site, drop, uh, mech trails, um, towards the north. They're probably dropping in more mechs. Um, and someone's, uh, and another person saying, uh, I heard that, uh, uh, someone hit the, uh, consulate and then another person, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like low level kind of sharing of information stuff going on there, but nothing like vitally important, no like requests for extractions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then you manage to get, uh, some of their, uh, some of the encrypted encrypted channels deciphered, and uh, on there you hear stuff like um, uh, the air. It would appear that a uh, it's very hard to decipher a lot of it. They are talking not in English, talking in some other language, and you can't identify what it is. And neither can your AI core. Well, you're not your AI core, but your mech core, uh, and you're attempting to get something, but what you do get with your information systems is that there's a concentration of encrypted chatter about two kilometers ahead of you, roughly. Um, Obviously, um, you can't, you've only got like two points of reference, so you can't triangulate very well, but that's what you've got. About two kilometers ahead of you, there's a concentration of people from the sound since I'm hacking since I'm hacking this is my network or my 
science network? Yeah, no, no, no. That's enemy network. Oh, so there's enemy, yeah, enemy forces. All right, so they're because if you wanted to know where your people were, that's not a check. Okay, yeah, that's what I was preferably doing. But since I I misunderstood what you meant, no, that's that's perfectly fine. But since we your forces are primarily focused on the spaceport and a few small installations. All right. So let's see. Is the enemy encampment two kilometers ahead in my way to the spaceport? Could be. It's okay. unclear. Okay. I will start still moving towards there. I'm going to make a note of that location and start and still continue towards the spaceport. Uh, still talking with... Think uh, of it like a weather forecast, right? So mm-hmm. you've got the weather map. It shows you where the storm is, but it doesn't like show you where specific parts of the storm is. There is something coming. There is something ahead of you two kilometers, but you don't have, like, know if it's ahead of you on this specific road or if it's, like, a few blocks east. It's just that there's a concentration of encrypted signals coming into and out of that area. General area. Okay. I will note that or have my AI make a note of that and continue forward. I will swap out from the shotgun and pull out the antimaterial rifle just to get it ready. Uh, you move into a section of town that's sort of... Um... Sorry, one second. You move yeah. into a section of town that's sort of across between... Um, it remind, I mean, it reminds me of the uh, shittier parts of uh, Shanghai. But... Uh, it's sort of warehouses right next to apartment buildings um, and uh, sort of tight corridors and stuff like that. Um, uh, there's a, a like road here that's wide enough for a truck or two cars. Um, uh, and a lot of obstructions down the other roads like you're looking at the um you're looking at the navigate me to the spaceport map that you've pulled up in the in the townships um navigation like overlay thing like it's traffic direction system um google plus plus i told you shortest distance uh and it's like saying sorry this like you and you're looking down the paths that it's laid out for you and like four of them are blocked by burning buildings or crashed cars or like crushes of vehicles trying to escape um you see one has like a bunch uh you can see uh one has a building is actually like collapsed across it and it leaves like just this one path and this for about uh, for 500 meters, you will. There is only. Uh, you have to go down this one road, but only for like 500 meters. And once you get down the 500 meters of this road, there's like a huge roundabout, and then a bunch of branching paths off of it where you can t- take different routes again. But everything else so far uh, before that point forces you into this road. Which tells you that it's an ambush. Oh yeah. 
Like, there's no doubting that in your mind. This is 500 meters of definite ambush, but there's no other way. All right. So I know where they want me to go. There's no other way for me to get around and... Well, you could try and, like, climb the buildings or bust through the buildings. I'm not saying you can't do that, but there's no other way to go without making a shitload of noise. Yeah, no, I... What I'm wanting to do is get up to a spot where I can see the like... Figure out the likeliest spot where they're just going to jump me if I move through. Send my drone in, have it spring the trap, or at least have it give me... The location of one person in that trap so I can shoot them with my anti-material rifle first and then engage them. Okay. So, there's a few points of interest. Okay. Um, actually, you need to make me a scan roll now that I think okay. about it. Fair enough. Um, and I will give you a plus six from your information security thing. And can I will... I... Sorry, I will give you a plus one accuracy from the information security and plus one accuracy... From uh, from your previous checks of the area, uh, and your okay. drone is included in both of those. Okay. So I'm rolling two d six plus my d twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. The highest on the d sixes is the six, and I rolled mm-hmm. a nineteen twenty five. Nice. Uh, so, um, there is a, like, um, mechanics shop, um, like a place where you'd get, like, a truck repaired or something, um, at the end of the street, just before the roundabout, um, you can tell that there are people in there from the communication bursts coming out of it, Mm -hmm. um, you can, uh, this large building, uh, on your, uh, left, um, uh, that's sort of like two or three buildings into the road, mm-hmm. um, down the road rather, uh, has a blown out, like, it's like a 10-story building, and it's, like, third, it's, like, third level is blown out, and part of its fourth level is two, uh, and there's a communication burst coming out of it. Smaller amount, but something. Uh, and then there is a long warehouse, and that also has two or three distinct communication bursts coming out of it. So there's three possible locations. Uh, so the 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 uh, there's the there's that building uh, that's close to the mouth of close to your end. There's the warehouse that's in the middle, and then there's the mechanics uh, at the at the uh, other uh, end. All right. So what I'm going to do is. In the building closest to me, mm-hmm. before I'm going to go out of my mech and try and sneak through there, see if I can't find, if it's like a one or two person thing, I'll try and take care of them 
outside my armor. Hopefully cutting down this. And before I do that, I'm going to make a Diffalid Navigator. So I'm going to try and hide my mech. Yeah, where are you going to hide it? I will hide it in one of the destroyed buildings over here. I will also use my camo cloth. And I'm going to use that to build up the mech area and have Ali. Since it's 5x5, five five, I'm mm -hmm. going to extend it a little bit like I'm trying to hide something else next to where my mech is, but have her be on a section a little ways away. So basically, she's under the cloth, but not where they're expecting her to be. Okay. Kind sure. of like I'm just trying to you know move it all over the place, and I just crumbled it up in a few specific spots. Like I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to jumble it all up. Yeah, but, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see. So uh, now I believe that hiding a mech is a specific role. Uh, give me one second. Okay. To bring up the rulebook. Um, so, uh, invasion, unarmed attack. Yeah, hide. Attempt to hide your mech. Um, ram hide. In order to perform a hide action, you must... Um, uh, you need cover. Uh, to hide, make an agility roll, uh, depending on the size of your cover. Um, I will give you a plus one accuracy because of um, you've put the mech into a destroyed building. Um, and then I will give you another plus one um, because of the camo cloth, which brings you up to plus two. Um, and I don't believe you have an agility modifier, so it's just going to be a flat d20 otherwise. Okay, so just to make sure, the first d6 is from my skill that I'm using, correct? All right, yeah. Does your does your skill give... You have plus a, one so, actually to hide any mech. Right, so you have a talent. So you have yeah, plus talent. three then accuracy in, in total. So he gets plus one for a talent that he has. So talents are kind of like feats um, in uh, in this game. Role playing games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're familiar with feats from other role playing games, they're a little bit like that. So the talents have cover an area. Uh, Micah took for his character the talent infil. One of uh, the three talents he took was infiltration, uh, and he has all of his uh, talents at rank one. So his infiltration talent at rank one gives him the ability to uh, hide his mech better and fire out of that uh, prepared position a bit better. Uh, so you are at plus three accuracy, which means throw, roll three d6 and take the highest, um, plus your d20. All right. The highest of all the d6s is a six, and I rolled an 18, 24. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, you prepare that high, uh, hidden position. Now, worth noting, um, you've uh, this building is on the corner of that road, and the hole that you've entered in through into this building is where, like, a car had rammed in. Now, it mm. looks like that car or truck or whatever that had rammed in has driven out since. 
Uh, so you creep in that hole, but the hole that you entered in is not um, facing onto the street that the ambush is in. Okay. Just so that you know. But there are sure. like windows on this shop that they could see in from, from down the street. Right. So as, lo- as long as, as, as I'm going through the building looking for possible hostels, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that I'm not seen until either they get I'm discovered by the people in here and I have to do an attack or something else comes up and you're creeping over to that other building right I'm trying to get to the one one of the three target buildings where there might be an ambush party waiting so if all, all right. three spots have people in there I'm trying to remove one from the building, so I'm down from three targets, uh, three possible right, ambushes. Right, 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 right. So which building are you going to? We have the building that's a little bit down the path, the building that's in the middle of the path, and the building that's at the far end. Yeah, that would be the warehouse, the three buildings, and you said that there, as we were going to be going through this alleyway of this 500-meter-long corridor, there was one that we would be leaving past before hitting the other two. So I'm going in that one first. Yeah, indeed. That's the one that's got the blown-out third floor and a little bit of damage to the fourth floor. It's like a 10-story building. Yes, that one. 10-level building. Um, Okay. All right, cool. Uh, So you are creeping down the street, um, hugging that wall, I imagine, um, like the wall of the building, uh, and moving down it as uh, carefully as you can. And then you get to this building... And you move in on the ground floor, and then you start moving up the fire escape, like an internal fire escape. Yeah, if they don't see me, then yes. Yeah. So you start moving up an internal fire escape, and then you get to the third floor. Um, and you can tell that the communication is stronger. The communication burst coming from this building is strongest on the third and fourth floor. Um, some, uh, yeah. So do you pop in on the third, or do you go up to the fourth? I'll work my way down, just in case I need to run out anyway. So I'll go to the fourth floor and work my way down. All right, so you go to the fourth floor, and you open the door on the fire uh, on this uh, internal stairwell. And you look out across it, uh, and you see that this is... Um, it kind of reminds you of an office building with those like flimsy um, half-wall things... Mm-hmm. that you can pull down and move around. Except as you look into each of the bays, there's sewing machines. So it's like they must be making textiles or or something in here, mm-hmm. um, which is a bit weird. Like um, they must have been making like, um, uh, like designer clothing and like handmade clothing because like you can just print stuff in this mm-hmm. world. Um, so it must have been like a designer boutique um, outlet or something. Um, And you move through this, uh, carefully move through the um, maze of buildings and you come up to, maze of little half walls, and then you come to a part where the floor has caved in and there's something about the floor that looks off to you. The way it's caved in and you can see the level below you, and there's a and there's that strong signal coming from near here, and you're looking at the hole, and there's something strange about it. 
you're just not sure what. What do you do? I'm going to examine it, uh, scan it if I can. Uh, I'm going to use my, hopefully, you know, try and use, actually, can I use my field of electronics? Uh, let's see. I got invention and improvisation. So. Um, neither of those is relevant, but I will okay. give you a bonus to your scan for, um, for, what is that called? That, what is the field, the upper level of that called? Electronics. Electronics. Um, yeah, I'll give you a plus one to your electronics, uh, because of your electronics. I'll give you that, uh, plus one, uh, accuracy to your scan. Are you doing a general scan or a deep scan? I'm going to do a deep scan. Well, let's see. The general scan doesn't require them to do a check against me. Yeah. So, but deep scan, you're like probing this air, this hole, trying to work out what the fuck is going on and why I, it feels weird. I better, to you. I'm going to risk it. It's better that I know than not than just have a general view. So I'll risk it. Do a deep scan. Uh, where is scan? Scan, 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 scan. Uh, anyway, I need to go to the end of the book. Um, and I want, um, <coughs> um, I want this thing. What is its, um, supposing their electronic systems, right? Okay. Right. Yeah. E defense, right? E defense. I believe so. Cool. That would make uh, sense. Yeah. So uh, let's ha- make a roll. Um, so the number that you need to beat is the number that they roll. Okay. Um, so give me one second. This is the part of the game where I hope you don't say, oh, I get a 20. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. What did you get? Damn you it. Plus one accuracy, remember? Yes. Unfortunately, I roll a four with the accuracy. So I get a four on the die and up and a four on the D6. So that gets you to eight in total? Yes. I got a five, my guy. <laughs> I was really worried for a second that you got was... four in total. No, it's, I was just waiting for you to say say it first and then go, oh, well, this will be fun. But cool. uh, So I got a five. Um, so you're, <laughs> you're sort of half in cover and you're looking at the hole and you're trying to work out what's like down beneath it. And then you catch it as um, an explosion goes off, like in a nearby district and the walls shake. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you hear like a chain of explosions, like a carpet bombing and you see dust shaking off the roof and it hits uh, something in mid air and sits on it. And you realize there is an invisible mech there. That you have just snuck up on. <sighs> if only I had my mind. Well, you don't have your mind, but you do have a pilot's weapon, which can be used against mechs. You can also jockey. 
which is where you attempt to climb inside someone else's mech. While it is occupied. Oh, again, Infiltrator, your first attack roll from hiding can be made with plus one accuracy. I can technically do it. You are hiding right now because you are in your hot suit, so that's relevant. Um, I'm, you know what? Go big or go home, man. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try and jockey it. All right. Well, I need to go to the jockeying rules real quick. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, But while you look that up, I will also tag Reckless as, okay, let's do this. (laughs) Just going on in. Brilliant. Are you going to shoot it and then jump onto it? or I don't want to make too much noise. So what I'll do is... Hopefully, theatrically, you'll agree with this. Wait until, like, another explosion goes off. The moment you hear that, just shoot and go in. Because I'm right. hoping there might be one more chain of expl- another explosive going off soon. And then just go in. I'm just waiting for... Well, I mean, if you actually... Yeah, all right. Sure. Uh, so, it is possible, though very foolhardy, to aggressively can take, uh, take control of an enemy mech while on foot. To jockey... A mech, you must be outside of your own mech. Uh, you must be a pilot wearing a hard suit, and you must be adjacent to the mech you wish to jockey. To infu- <laughs> to initiate a jockeying attempt, you must first successfully grapple your target. While grappled by a hard suit, mechs count as engaged, and the hard suit occupies the same space as them. So, let's go up to grapple. Um, do, 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 do. In order to perform a grapple, choose a target. Make a hull versus agility check or hull versus hull contested check. So they're both agility. Uh, verse, uh, so it's either hull versus agility or hull versus hull. How do I decide which is which, when is, which is relevant? Uh, oh, defender's choice. <laughs> All right. So uh, defender's choice when you... Uh, yeah, okay. So, um, hull versus hull. Where's my boy? Where's my boy at? Where is it? That's gunship. I want the other thing. There we go. Um, yeah, okay. Let's go with hull versus. Yeah, let's go with Hull vs. Hull, and you're going to need the hard suit um, ability stats. So I wrote in your uh, loadout, in your inventory, what page number the hard suit stats are on. Can you give me that page number? Uh, let's see here. It'll say PG, then a number. Uh, let's see here. Smoke grenade, shield type, anti-armor, burst jumpsuit system. It's in your personal. It's on the... The pilot, the first page of the sheet. Okay. Uh, oh, here it is. Heart suit, page 102. Brilliant. Um, so, this is going to be your hull against their hull. Yeah, because they're just sitting there passively. So, your hull in your hard suit is 8, which means that you are going to be at minus 2. Against their hull of 14, which is plus four. (laughs) But you do get plus one accuracy. 
Can I also tag Reckless to get to raise that up so I get so definitely I get, you can tag <laughs> Reckless. So, so plus two d six accuracy. So does that cancel out the negative two I had, or is that just part of the rule? Uh, so whatever my end no, is. that's part of the rule. So you're they're not modifiers. They're not difficulty. That's mm-hmm. your modifier on the skill. Okay. Before your modifiers have been zero because your stats have been ten, but now you're in the hard suit rather than the uh, rather than the mech. Okay. Um, so let me roll my dice. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Okay. What'd you get? Uh, with the 2d6, the highest is a 5, and I rolled a 16, so to t- total that will be 21. If the minus 2 is just off that number, that makes it a 19. Right, so you get a 19 as you leap into what your brain is telling you is empty space, right? Because it looks like there's nothing there, and you can't see the mech. As you leap towards it and you latch on to seemingly nothing because I rolled a three on my D20, which means <laughs> I got a seven. Oh, God. <laughs> I always expect the worst roll. Like if I go high, I expect, okay, here's where they tell me I got it one over. I'm expecting that. Well, I'm trying to create tension, so I'm You glad. were doing just fine. I'm helping you. <laughs> I'm glad that that's how you're feeling. Uh, now I need to go back to the jockeying thing, because now we've definitely, like, we've grappled. What's the next part? <laughs> um, against a target grappled by you, you can choose one of the following choices and as, as an action on your turn. Distract, shred, damage, or kill. Uh, uh Distract, inflict the impaired condition, shred, deal 1d6 heat damage to your target by ripping at wiring and paneling, damage, deal 1d3 kinetic damage to the mech by firing or slashing with your pilot's weapon, kill, make a hull versus hull contested check against that mech using your respective modifiers on a success, you kill or disable the pilot, your choice, what do you want to do? Kill. Right. So, that's going to be hull versus hull, so that's the same role as before. Um, right. Do you have anything that would give that you think would give you a bonus? Uh, if I can tag it again, reckless, as this is a foolhardy thing, I'm jumping into a bad situation. I mean, in, this is an, definitely still reckless. So yeah, yeah, plus one accuracy. And since yeah, infiltrator won't work because that was on the first mm-hmm. attack roll, and that was the grapple. So. Uh, do not have anything else, so it will have to just be reckless. All right, let me double check that they don't have anything that would make this harder for you. Uh, no, they don't. All right, so um, it's their hull of 14 versus your hull of 8. Uh, so you are at my. So you will be taking a minus two at the end, and they will be taking plus four at the end. Oh! I should clarify for that grunt. The dice I'm rolling are for my old D and D berserker, who 
favors melee, of course, and these dice favor that, so... I mean, this I is did. fucking melee. <laughs> I know, that's why I'm so happy, because this is the die that everyone was saying, you can't be rolling these all the time. I got a natural 20, and on the D- on the D6, a 2. Nice. So I rolled just make it a, 20. a 5, which means I got a 9. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what does it look like when you kill the pilot in this mech? Uh, so you've got your gun, you've climbed onto it, and then uh, it starts to move and reach towards you as its uh, energy, as whatever is cloaking it, disables. Oh, knowing that if I shoot, I might tr- attract the other's attention, like what's going on. So what I'm going to do is, as it pops open, he does something, I position my gun next to his head and start using it as an impromptu uh, beat stick, essentially. I'm beating him with the shotgun itself. I mean, he wasn't opening the mech. Okay. It so, was the arm of the suit reaching up to you. Okay. Well, since this is kill and it says incapacitate the pilot, I assume I'm trying to reach in somehow and... Well, in this particular case, I'm trying to kill the pilot. Yeah, definitely. Like, you just... Dis- this is a narrative action. You describe yeah. to me how you kill the pilot. We've already established that you succeeded on killing the pilot. Yep. So it's, I hit the, like, like for example, do mechs have systems whereby in an emergency rescue crews can open them to get pilots out? As a mechanic of mechs, I will say yes. As all of a sudden I feel getting around to the front, I know, I'm pretty sure I know this mech. I push on a specific spot that's invisible, and all of a sudden it opens up to reveal somebody in there. To which I start pounding his pounding his skull in until he, he until he I hear something go crack. Brilliant. And worth noting, if you had made that kind of reasoning before you rolled, you probably could have got a plus one accuracy as well. Hmm. Uh, you still succeeded, though, so it's fine. Uh, right. So, yeah, you you are feeling around on the cloaking as it turns off, and you find the emergency release lever, and you pull it, it opens, and then you fucking swing the stock of your gun into his face, and you're just hammering in on his hard suit. Uh, and it cracks and buckles under you, uh, and then you pull his dead corpse uh, out of this suit. Um, and here you are. Okay, so there's one. So, let's see. I've got two other locations, so I'm more confident that I'll be able to take a firefight now. I mean, you could see what this thing has. You can interface with suits that you don't have licenses for. It's just that you're at, like... Um... Oh, yeah. No, I understand. I'll, I will do that, because... Just at penalties, basically. Yep. I just want... Uh, let's see what it has. All right. So, you plug into the suit, and this... Sa- uh, and, and as the uh, door closes on the armor, uh, it says, Unknown pilot detected. Um, and it ge- and then says generating new profile, and then it pops up on a loading screen, uh, and then it says uh, and you see a logo pop up, and it's like 
a you see like a a a a, a long sword or like an arming sword, a British kind of uh, a British, a European kind of um, medieval sword, uh, and then like a sickle, um, coming down over it, uh, and wings like six. Uh, sets of wing, uh, well, three sets of wings spreading out from behind it, and it says, um, uh, and you see a name pop up in like a kind of um, biblical-looking font, uh, and it and you and it uh, reads, um, it reads, uh, venerable. Um, Silent assassin. Uh, experimental model one. Uh, and then you see a list of equipment. Uh, it has a. Uh, you see that it has listed a weapon, um, silent avenger. Uh, as you look at the systems, it appears to be an anti-material rifle. Uh, and then you see a, another weapon, uh, weapon listed, a dominating uh, Avenger, uh, which is a sword. Uh, and then you see that it has uh, several systems for seeing through cover and locking onto targets. I would like to use that last one really quick. Uh, deadly mark module. Mark a target in your sensor, sensor range as an action. You gain the deadly mark reaction against them. If this module is disabled, this mech loses the use of this deadly mark ability. Um, what does deadly mark do? Deadly mark. Ah, deadly mark activates a reaction. Um, an enemy you have used your deadly mark module against moves. You can immediately attack that enemy with your rifle. Uh, if this attack hits, the enemy must roll on a critical damage table. So it's basically, I ha it's basically for if you have pinned um, a target. Okay. And they try um, to move out of the cover, you fuck them up. You also have the precog module. While this module is active, this mech ignores light and heavy cover. If this module is disabled or destroyed, the mech loses the bonus. You can ignore cover <laughs> you can't ignore total cover though but you can ignore light and heavy cover of the buildings that are still to go mm -hmm. if I use a scan like I assume the warehouse would be complete cover but you said the other one was another apartment building correct or the other one is uh, the other one is on this side of the street and you can't see it from here as it's at the far end uh, but uh, it uh, but the warehouse uh, has big glass windows on this side, and they're all smashed because this is a fucking war zone. <laughs> okay. It is. It is heavy cover, but it is cover. It is not total cover. You can totally fucking see about uh, 30 guys get highlighted by this thing as you like are cycling through target acquisition as you turn uh, the gun towards it, and you can see 30 people in there. Um, of course, it's still a heavy... It's still the uh, anti-material rifle, so you can only really shoot one person. Do I have any uh -huh. grenades? 
Does this suit uh, have suit any? Does, the suit does not have any grenades. Okay. Uh, do. Hmm. All right. Let's see. Since I got the element of surprise and I have my own mech still to go, I'm going to start making pot shots at them. Do you re-engage the cloaking system? Yes. Cool. I mean, taking pot shots at them, I'm not sure if that's the right phrase with an anti-material okay. rifle. Okay, allow me to rephrase. I'm shooting fish in the barrel at this point. They are, with this particular mech, I could just kill them as I have crack shots. I mean, you could fucking walk down there and cut them up with your sword, but this works too. Uh, I so, mean, well, if I do the sword, it'd definitely be the quieter route. It wouldn't be. <laughs> it'd just be it would probably be faster, but I don't think it would be as satisfying, and it would also be slightly riskier. But you said that you want to shoot at them from up here. That's fine. So you line up the shot, and you fire on one that appears to be carrying a large tube. It's probably a rocket launcher. You fire, well, and it just... Go. I should, let's, let's make sure on this. Before I fire, let's do a scan. And see if I get lucky, if they have, like, a cache of, well, let's be honest here. Oh, see yeah, if I get lucky okay, sure. see if they have a make cache a, of weapons. That I can make just a scan with, um, hang on, hang on, hang on, because it's going to be with this thing's stuff. Of course. Sensors 15. So, plus 5. So, you roll your d20, and then you add 5 to the total result, because it's a modifier. That will make it 15. Nice. Um, so you scan that area and you see that there are several uh, like rocket launches. Um, you see like uh, you also see that the um, that at the front of their uh, their their warehouse, they've also laid down uh, a mine because uh, like an anti-vehicle mine, because they also have a cache of mines in there. Uh, and you see t uh, two uh, big uh, machine guns um, mounted at either end of the warehouse. Um, they look like mech machine guns that have been mounted uh, onto the back of... Um, onto the back of, uh, like, trucks, like um, like... Like pickup trucks, so they're like technicals, mm. Mm. Um, and a bunch of other small arms are in there as well. And there's thirty people. So what do you do? Uh, with that information, I will shoot the mines first, hoping to set off a mass chain reaction. After I do the first shot, again, come out with the cloaking field established. I'll take a shot, move to a higher to a different location. Yeah, Reload this has jump jets as well, so you could like you could like jump out onto the building across the road from you, and then like Prince of Persia jump back towards this building and go up to the top of it. 
Okay. But that's going to be a that's going to be a check. That'll be a skill check in a second. Let's go for then, this shot. Yep. And since this is my first time shooting, uh, with a from hi- uh, first attack roll made from hiding plus mm-hmm. one accuracy, crack shot plus one accuracy. Yeah. And I'd like to make an argument for resourceful as I'm using another person's mech. I'll give you resourceful. Um, what else will I give you? No, that's it. You're already ignoring all the cover that they've got. <laughs> so so you'll I- be wrong. Yeah, plus three. Uh, and I need to look up what happens when you're piloting. Uh, it has There's a list of tags that gets attached to it mm-hmm. that will be in here somewhere. Um, impaired. Because part, part of me wants to... Yeah, so it's impaired, so you take plus one difficulty, so that cancels out one of your accuracy die. Cool. Which takes it back down to two. Sweet. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, part of me wants to now drop something that's in another one of my holder cases and see if I can't attach this to it. Because I want me a stealth drone. Or a stealth uh, I know, good luck I know. with I that. Yeah, I know. I can't do that. Uh, so, um, make me that attack. So you've got plus two accuracy, and it will be using this thing's stats. Hang on. Okay. Um, uh, just occurred to me. Sorry. Um, I think you use. There's a ranged attack stat. I just can't remember what it is. I think you use agility. No, agility's movement. Maybe you don't use any. Maybe you don't add anything. You just fucking fire the gun. Yeah, just fire the fucking gun. So, so yeah. Uh, So, it's a d20 plus 2d6. Take the highest. Uh, I get the highest of the D6 is a 4, plus the 18 I rolled, 22. 22? Brilliant. You fucking dust. You just, this crack rings out, and you see uh, a part of the warehouse explode. Uh, and just like a chain of munitions, and you hear that sound of like bullets exploding, like like metallic popcorn. And then you see like one of the technicals explode through your vision, and then you see the other one just fucking start spraying um, the street, and then like stops, and then like a bunch of people are like running around, like they sort of seem to be. Some of them are like grabbing other people um you the you fucking see the comms explode and you hear chatter coming from down there um and you hear them ringing up uh and they're talking in some other language but you hear a name uh coming out uh you hear uh you hear uh uh you hear the phrase uh lg lg keeps being repeated um but you can't make out any of the other words. Like, the suit is automatically decrypting the chatter for you, but you mm. can't make out the fucking language that they're talking. Mm. Uh, what do you do? I'm going to do what you recommended, and Prince of Persia up onto the roof. Right. And, and then reload the gun. Uh, make me an... Uh, Agility check 
This thing has plus four. I get a nine. I mean, I did you... this is reckless, so I'll let you roll a d6. Oh, thank God. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That'll make it 12. Yeah. So you fucking burst out of the cover and then hit the wall on the other side, uh, the, the building on the other side as it fucking crumbles. And then you jump back towards this building and you don't make it to the roof, but you do definitely smash into floors nine and eight and go barreling in. Uh, and are now in this uh, on this level, um, and then you hear more chatter coming over. They're like LG, 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 and then you see your suit. Uh, this suit tags something, um, and it's uh, it says that there is, there are other comms ringing out um, from nearby that are not on your network. Um, and you look at your hard suits network and you can see that um, Ali is trying to contact you. I will answer Ali as I reload my gun. Yep. So you take that full reload action. Yep. Um, and Ali's like, uh, yeah, um, uh, I can hear explosions um, and I'm not in the suit because you told me to move and I'm really worried. <laughs> Take it deep, you know. Just as I'm reloading, she's in a hard suit. Sorry, but she's not. Yeah. In there. no, no, that's that's perfectly fine. I immediately just get up, take you know, take aim from the next spot. As you know, as I'm doing this, I just tell her, take a deep breath. It's me causing this. I have the situation under control. Boom. What do you shoot at? What else did I? What did not explode? The oh. other technical. Then I will blow up the technical. Brilliant. <laughs> Let me rephrase. I will shoot the technical. If it blows up, yeah. great. I'm guessing you're shooting at the at the at the and mech machine gun mounted to the back of it because it doesn't fucking matter if the truck can drive. Yeah, I will destroy the turret. Brilliant. Uh, so that's the same stuff as before. A D twenty plus um, your. You know what? I I will give you plus one for hidden. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll give you that plus one for your hidden thing because they still don't really know who the, f who the fuck is shooting at them. Yeah. Cause they I, assume that you're not cause you're their, their friend. Yeah. And since the technical isn't in cover, not for you, that's right. Cause of the suit, I still get that plus one accuracy. Right. I love this suit now. I love Crackshot with this suit. Oh, this is just mean. I will get a 10 grand total as I rolled a 7 and I rolled a 3 on nice. the D6. Uh, so you... Did you say you get a 7 total? No, 10 total. 7 oh, on the die, yeah, yeah, yeah. 3 on D6. So your bullet just destroys that um, other mech gun uh, and the driver behind it and a few other people get shredded by the material. And then they're like... Uh, and then you hear a bunch of other chatter and then um, and then uh, a bunch of people saying LG, LG again. And then you see a rocket shoot out of the warehouse towards you. What do you do? I activate the jump jets and get out of its way. 
All right. Give me one second. We scroll up to, I went too far is where we scroll up to. Um, scan, boost, brace. You're not bracing. You're not hiding. You're not ejecting. Um, two, 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 two. Full reload scan, lock on, invasion. Oh, all right. Um, okay. So, roll me agility. This mech gives you a plus four to agility. I roll Actually, I think evasion is a stat. One second. Okay. I know electronic evasion is a thing. Um, boo, 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 boo. yeah, evasion is a stat, so it's forty. It's still a fucking plus four, though. Uh, okay. Cool. So d twenty plus four. That will on the die is a natural twenty, and I get a four, so twenty four. Nice twenty four. So yeah, the rocket uh, scoots past as you jump onto the top of the other building that you'd smashed in a second ago. Um, and now you're on top of this building looking over the warehouse and you can see a um, old, um, it's like an armored car, like a, like a police armored car, like, um, like those battering ram cars that they have yes. for police, except it's been, it's had a, uh, a, a, some kind of shitty older generation artillery piece mounted to it and the car winds comes out of the um out of the uh mechanic shop and then starts to turn um and it just starts firing and it's firing pretty fast it's firing at the rate of uh, it's firing about as fast as your shotgun would as it fires into the far end of the warehouse and you can feel the shots piercing through the shitty fucking, like, tin walls of the warehouse and hitting the building you're in. And the car turns. It can't... doesn't seem that that car can aim up at you. It can... That gun is welded in place, but it has a high-ish rate of fire and is attempting to bring the building you're on down by cutting at the... Uh, by cutting through the supports. I that will... That building is also next to the building you hid your package in. Mm. And your own suit. So I need to your take... I need to, yeah, I need to take out that mech. Yeah, and your gun is empty. It's empty? Yeah, you need to reload. You fired a shot. Yeah, yeah. So... It can't move because it's a full round. I'm assuming the build. Yeah, I'm just going to take a guess. The building probably might fall the next turn. So you're not a structural engineer. You don't know no. when the building's going to fall. No. So what I'm going to do? You know what? I'm not going to reload. I will pull out the sword and I'm going to jump down on the thing. Onto the thing. I'm going to jump down onto that gun, shooting the building, land, and just start hacking into it. Brilliant. Um, make me a, uh, 
I mean, that seems like a move, then an attack, so that's fine. Um, you move, and then attack. Uh, so, um, you get... This is... Um, uh, yeah, just a d20. Um, Let's see. Would you allow me to use... Infantry oh, you get actually you get two accuracy. No, they fucking yeah, know where you are. I know. I, I was gonna say because it was this. I was gonna say reckless because I'm jumping off a building with a sword. I don't. I've never done this before, but hell, let's go yeah. with it. It says that this sword gets plus one versus the target's evasion with two accuracy. So that means that you get a plus one to your d twenty. Okay. And two accuracy from the sword alone, <laughs> and you get another accuracy from the um, reckless. From reckless, and I feel like you get a difficulty die from trying to jump off of a skyscraper or off a high rise onto a tank. So let's take that back down to two accuracy, but that's still pretty good. <laughs> so I'm rolling 2d6. I'm adding plus one onto the die, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> With the plus one, the 19 I rolled becomes a 20, and I rolled nice. the highest is a five, so that's 25. Nice. Uh, yeah, you bring that sword down into the tank. Well, into the armored car thing. What happens to it? Oh, sorry, you get to deal damage. Before it wasn't relevant, but this thing is <laughs> this thing actually is in the same size category, so it's relevant. Before you were shooting at people, one d six kinetic damage. Six. Nice. Go for it. I tell you what, this vehicle probably doesn't have more than eight hit points. <laughs> well, it's, I can just imagine this from the gunners and people inside there. Okay, we're just going to blow up the bang. And, oh, God. How much hit points does a tank have? Because I have that in here. Uh, it's, it's in this a... section that I'm in. They've got a gun. I think gunships probably. Oh, wow. Gunship actually has shitloads of armor. Jesus. Um, tank, 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 tank. I did see it a second ago. Tank. Um, holy shit, I guessed correctly. A tank has armor eight, has HP eight. Nicely done, Raymond. Holy shit. <laughs> it does have armor three, but I don't think that this one has armor three because it's a fucking repurposed police car thing. <laughs> it's designed so that you can break into a bank when, like, bank robbers are shooting at you, not so that you can take a fucking super-powered sword. Would you like a high-frequency sword straight to your armored transport? <laughs> nope. Too bad. Uh, so what happens to this vehicle as I... you mostly destroy it? I cut down. I'm aiming f since... It's a tank. I'm going to have the sword jammed down, hopefully where the gunner is, and start carving out the inside of it. 
as I can, as as much as I can. I want to try and kill the people inside. So assuming that the thing doesn't blow up, I'm just trying to kill the people inside one by uh, if there's a couple of them in there. Brilliant. Go for it. Yeah. So yeah. So you you fucking jam the sword down in there and then sort of move it around in a mortar and pestle motion. Um and uh and yeah, you just fucking it starts to smoke and burn uh as you can feel the wheel like the weight of you are, of your mech on this thing is pushing it into the ground. Um and the impact that you hit with as has like broken two of the axles and you can hear another one trying to pull the vehicle backwards and it's doing nothing um as um a bunch of small arms fire starts to hit your mech like fucking ak's and shit that would do nothing to you (laughs) um as you see that there are people in the warehouse um and the uh, mechanic shop coming out uh towards you uh and ab is saying what do i do what do i do i can hear the gunfire uh, as I'm doing this, I, I slowly, calmly, just breathing heavily, like, what I'd like you to do, their attention is all on me, get inside my mech for better defense. Okay, can you do that? Um, sure. So she climbs into the cockpit of your mech. What are you doing while, you, while she does this? I'm going to finish off this barraging tank. All right, what do you do? I'm going to pull the sword out and jam it down again. Yeah, you jam the t- the sword down again. I'm not even going to make you roll, and you fucking take out more of it. Um, and as you do, you see a guy. Uh, as you pull, jam the sword down in, and you hear the engine like, like ex, not explode, but like break. It's like all of the parts of the engine have fallen apart is the sound uh you pull the sword back out and just um as you do you get an alert in your suit that says heat source detected and i want you to roll me an evasion with one difficulty um your evasion is i think it was four it is plus four with one difficulty so that would make it a three uh, no, 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 because the plus four is to the stat. That's not plus okay. one accuracy. It's plus four to the, it's a plus four modifier. Okay. So difficulty means you roll a d6 and subtract that number from your result. Okay. Uh, I roll a four on the d6. Mm-hmm. I will count, that'll cancel out my plus four from the, sk- from the skill of the armor. So, mm-hmm. And I rolled a 14. So it's a flat 14. All right. So you, um, oh, it occurs to me I need to roll for the person that is attempting to fucking attack you. Um, Fair enough. Do, 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 do. Where is that thing on? Roll a d20. Yeah. Uh, so they um, are running towards you, and you see that they have in their hand a, it's not a like a fuel can it's like a water drum and it's got something fucking taped to it and they go to hurl uh they look like they're winding up to hurl it towards you and you uh move out of the way as they release and this thing goes flying through the air and then half a second uh into its flight explodes and just rains fire where you were but it's a 
bright fire, like cherry red flame, um, is just shining down um, as you dodge out of the way. Uh, and then what do you do? Well, assuming that guy might have another one with Oh, him. he fucking doesn't. He doesn't oh. even have a gun in his hand. He All was right. expecting to die. He was expecting me to die or him to die? No, he was expecting to die and also kill you. But, uh, right. you know... This... I, uh, with the, I imagine the evasion was, uh, hearing that incoming, I jump, hit the, you know, hit the thrusters, do a backflip, land maybe like a couple of feet behind the guy, and if the tank's down and hopefully some of the rocketeers down, I'm going to put the sword and reload the rifle. Yeah, you Just land the- behind him as he fucking sees the thing explode and you fly over him and then turns around and you just like sheathe the sword and the rifle slides out into your hands uh, and you just fucking cock the big ass fucking um, slide on it back. <laughs> guy is standing there and all these people are shooting at you with AKs and nothing's happening because you're in a fucking armor. <laughs> I'm hoping that guy himself was the last of the three spot ambush. And with that, once I reload the rifle, I'm going to take aim, not at the guy who just threw it, that's that incendiary device. I'm going to aim over to where the warehouse where the others are still shooting at me. I'm going to hopefully the mine that was supposed to be out there is still set up. I'm going to shoot that and basically just keep blowing them up until they're fi- until all of them are dead over there. Um, look, there's not that many more explosive things that are going to take them out. I think you'd be better off going in there with the sword. Fair enough. So I'll do that then. Yeah. I'll... So you shoot the mine and it explodes in the road and kills a few of them that were trickling out to try and swarm you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what? Then put the you know keep the you know holster or she you know, put the gun away, pull out the sword again, and just start walking, wading through them, and just start killing them. Yeah, you wade into the building and cut them down. And as you uh, as you you just cut through these people, you it's kind of gross. Like I am efficient as it's a dedication as it's a dedicated you look, duty. You're dedicated, to- but it's still like just <laughs> fucking cutting these people down. Um, and then you know uh, you finish your gruesome work, and you see that little alert down in the bottom of your comm saying that she's trying to contact you. I, I answer again. I uh, I um I. Yeah, what do you what? Uh, what should I do? I'm in the cockpit. It, sh- it sounds like the shooting stopped. I have neutralized all the targets. Unfortunately, it was very bloody work. I have a enemy mech now. I'm using it. Can you pilot that mech that you are currently in? My mech. Can you pilot it? I've I've never piloted a mech before. Okay. I try to explain her the things. If it's going to take too much, I'll tell her to get out, and 
Um, her hard suit is probably mech enabled for emergencies. Right. Well. So she can connect, mm-hmm. but uh, you can walk her through getting it to walk, and that's about it. That's all I need her to do. All right. That's that's all I want her to do right now is just to walk it. If she yeah. can walk it, that's fine. Yeah. So after a few awkward steps down this road, um, and her like kind of freaking out a little bit about the carnage, you walk down this road and get to the roundabout, um, the big ass roundabout, and you see the five paths laid out before you, and you see like a bunch of highlighted routes uh, pop up, um, and. Um, uh yeah uh and and how do you proceed now again since we're trying to get to the spaceport pick the one that's the quickest way there and just proceed along that route all right so you start walking towards the spaceport um and uh as you uh you know are making way you are monitoring the comms and the uh and the digital warfare stuff, um, mm-hmm. you get a message sent to you from uh, your squad leader, uh, Icarus. Holy shit. Um, uh, and he says, uh, we have, uh, we're, we're not far behind you, by my reckoning, um, or about 10 minutes, but I'm getting word that stuff is going down. That Things are turning to shit at the spaceport. Um, we're gonna book it. Um, what path did you take? I'd like to make a sensory check. I want to verify that this is him. So I want to do. You can tell because of it your information. Because of okay. your field on. Um, Information technology or whatever it is, um, you you know that the all the codes are correct. Uh, it's it is it sounds his voice. He is talking in a way that is correct. This is not a trick. Okay, I want it, I want to make sure on that. Like it's not yeah. this last minute. Oh, we had him. We're gonna kill him. Let's go. Sort of scenario. So, yeah, okay. no, you auto succeed on those checks because of your fields. Okay, cool. Which is. Uh, Probably my favorite thing about this system, to be honest. Like when I first saw it, yeah. I'm like, those those fields that you get for like your background, you don't get a lot. Um, but the fact that you auto succeed on them is f- like make makes them so powerful. Like, oh yeah, I I used to be an AI tech, which means that fucking if I do anything to do with AIs, boom, auto succeed. I mean, in my particular case, this is playing out pretty well. But getting to that, I acknowledge, I send a response saying we're proceeding down uh, look around path. Yeah, we're proceeding down Highway C to the spaceport. Can you highlight the road for them and send it uh, over calm or whatever. Oh, if going up, you the can just basically you can... Google Maps send them yes. the route you took, Given and that the... way they'll go through the ambush site you cleared. Yep, give them the give them the information you gave me. I do. I tell and I will tell them I'm in a captured mech. Uh, uh, 
I'm in a captured mech. Targets. Our objective is in my chassis, and is proceed and is proceeding with me to the spaceport. Why? Why didn't you abandon the captured mech and just return to your own? Says Icarus. Why continue to pilot the captured mech? You must be disadvantaged. And you are. Like, you're having trouble making it walk. It's not responding as fast as it should because you're not interfaced with it properly. Um, what do you... T- why, do you why do you keep this? I mean, I know why I'd fucking keep it, but why yeah, do I know. you tell your commander? I tell him the tactical, the tactical superiority of this mech fitted with my particular skills better, sir. I chose to continue with that advantage. You're correct. I'm moving sluggishly. I'll remind you that this was marked as an experimental model and that it is automatically translating their encrypted communications. Yeah, and that's what I'm getting to. Right, good. I have, yes, I immediately tell them I get that. And then, in addition, it's an experimental suit that's giving me the enemy's codes, which I tr- immediately go, which these are their communications and here are their relays. Brilliant. So you pass up to your commanding officer the uh, enemy's access codes for their battle net, and he passes that on to his superior, and now you guys are in business for actually taking this city back properly. Um, And as you... uh, And a few minutes after you have this exchange with Icarus and are moving on, you notice that all of the signals that you told Joanne to be on the lookout for cutting out, just cut out. Yep. Which means that they're fucking evacuating that spaceport right now. And you see um, in the sky above you come tearing down out of the clouds um, a massive uh, spaceship. And it's just you see, like, you see, like fighter jets pour out of the sides of it, and laser lights and railgun shots light up the goddamn city, and then all of these br- uh, rounds start exploding back up towards it after about a uh, you know h- half a minute, as uh, as uh, the closest thing to a fast evac has arrived they realize that the ships are in the spaceport can't take off because they'd be hit by all the anti-aircraft stuff so it would appear that high command has decided to distract the enemy all right with a more juicy target so what i'm going to do is tell ali to immediately eject from my armor because assuming that if we just keep walking we're not going to make it to the spaceport in time Sure. You're going to abandon your Everest? I tell her, get out of it. I want you to start running. I will keep up as best I can, but I'm going to cover you. I want you to start running. You get that spaceport. If only you could dual-wield the anti-material rifles, but you can only carry one heavy weapon uh, in your hands at a time. I know. But soon enough, but sooner or later. So I tell her to start running as I activate the cloaking field and start moving Mm -hmm. i tell her i will be with you i'm gonna cover you i mean mean, if you dropped your heavy rifle you could probably carry her in your hands faster than she can run is this is the one i hijacked bigger than my own my previous mech 
Um, no, they're the same size category. Okay, then you know what? I'll risk it. I will drop the heavy rifle, and as she pops out, pick her up. Having said, you know what? Second thought, I'll carry you, and I just yeah, start booking it. All the all the like the precog module and the dead mark um thing. Those are things on the suit, not on the gun. The gun. Yeah, no, just... I'm, I'm gonna keep this suit, man. <laughs> yeah, so you grab her and you start sprinting towards that spaceport. Um, and as you're getting closer, um, and you're getting some messages sent to you from the enemy, you, yeah, you you realize that they're converging on the spaceport. Um, they're they're talking like, look, we need to we need to take that spaceport, or this is all for shit. Stop focusing on the goddamn battleship, will you? We need to focus on their transports. We need to keep as many of them here as we can. And there's I, a lot of people arguing, like, no, we have to take down that big ship. If we don't take it down, then it's going to destroy us. It's like, it's here as a distraction, you fools. I immediately open up a channel. Not, you know, not connecting the two yet. I open up a channel to commands or who's ever at the spaceport and immediately start broadcasting the uh, the enemy information like where they're coming from you know that sort of thing so they can start paying those locations what do you do to tell uh the people at the spaceport that the signal you're sending is friendly i will transmit my codes my information my the person, my ID tags and all that to get them to believe me, and then I've hacked, I've hijacked the enemy communications and relays and ciphers. Here are their transmissions. Brilliant. So we we cut. We the audience cut to a shot of a uh, a um, uh, armored drop ship. Um, on the on a tarmac of sorts inside the air air, 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 uh, air dome spaceport that's what I was looking for um, and there's like a whole bunch of people around like computer consoles uh, and they're talking uh, and one of them turns to a, a young uh, woman c- turns to uh, their commanding officer um, uh, whose gender is unclear uh, and says, uh, uh, sir, we're getting a transmission from a uh, Husser, uh advancing on our position. Uh, they're saying that they have captured an en- enemy vehicle and are bringing in a VIP. Uh, they're streaming some data to us. Uh, and the commanding officer says, well, what's the what's what's their commanding officer? It's like it says that they're under Icarus and you see the uh, commander turn around to another individual says, uh, and picks up a, uh, a, a, com- a phone of sorts, um, a hands-free set thing and moves it to their face uh, and says, uh, uh, Commander Icarus, uh, we have word here that one of your pilots has captured an enemy uh, machine. Is this correct? Uh, we hear Icarus's uh voice come back uh yes that uh, that that is that is true uh they sh- uh they are advancing on you now with the vip is like 
Okay, uh, and then we hear all that info, all that chatter from the enemy uh, being streamed in, uh, as we see, uh, as we the audience transition to sort of it fades out of that spot as an image of you running uh, in your mech down uh, this street lit by the setting sun, uh, as you uh, run through. Uh, this city, and we see the like the um, the tracer rounds lighting up the sky, and big freaking explosions of like ion beams burning the city uh, as you run into the spaceport. Uh, and that's uh, where we will end. Um, you return to base. You have uh, this thing is confiscated from you, but you do gain a, a new rank and new license. Um, uh, so there we go. That was, uh, our game of Lancer and this mission was AB normal. <laughs> get it? AB normal? Yeah, I get it. Uh, one of the Patreon <laughs> people came up with that. <laughs> when we did the, uh, when I did the, um, the pre-planning stream, uh, we do planning streams once a month where we show off. Uh, what we're working on, um, what games we're going to be running, and stuff like that, where we actually I actually showcase some of our some of our planning, uh, and so this uh, little uh, some of uh, I planned this scenario on the stream for this month, uh, and you can gain access to those live streams for ten dollars a month on our Patreon, uh, which obviously Michael already has access to because he's back into the twenty five dollar level, but. <laughs> That's for the listeners who have not backed yet. Uh, and you also gain access to behind-the-scenes things, like uh, we upload the character sheets and stuff like that and notes from our sessions um, whenever we have them. Uh, so the documents from this oh, will be put up for y'all to have a look at uh, if you're uh, on the $10 level uh, or higher. Um, Micah, what did you think of Lancer? I loved it. I was hesitant at the start, not because as we were discussing this and going over some of the information prior to playing, I was a little worried we might get bogged down with rules or complications. But with the system as presented in this, uh, the game we just played, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I was. I was worried that the mechanics for it would be a little too complicated um, as well, but. Um, there, I definitely think you, you can't keep the mechanics for how all of the various things you can do as a pilot interact in your head at once, but mm -hmm. you can definitely keep the name of them and what they do narratively in your head. And it's not that difficult to go look it up. Um, I and it's normally pretty, and it normally is do an opposed role. But in the case of jockeying, it's like do these two opposed roles. Yes, I think as long as you have a good sense of the rules, and you definitely have, if you have the core book out with you, cutting down time like for your specific field and automatically passing those rules saves so much effort and yeah. a lot of mm -hmm. less stress on you. the The rolling system for the dice. I'm actually a fan of that. A D20 and one or two extra D6 for bonus or negatives, and you have to get 10 or better in this, uh, from the way you described it, that's really good odds. 50-50 chance on the roll straight or with an additive or negative to manipulate that. I think that's a great... 
I think um, I think something that would help anyone else if they were going to run um, Lancer, something that would help you out is um, making making sure to use um, what like when I said you get a plus four to that roll, um, I should have said you get plus four. Uh, ability modifier to that role or plus four modifier to that role rather than p- just plus four um, and keep using rather than the few times where I said, oh yeah, and you get plus 2d6 to that role. I should have said you get plus two accuracy. It's really important to keep using those terms because there were, were a few times where Micah got confused as to whether he was doing the 4d6s or rolling a bonus and whether the difficulty die subtracted from the plus four. And that was mostly down to not using the game's clearly defined terms as uh, stringently as I should have. Um, well, in that, in that regard, I'll give it that this is our first, this was the first time doing it. So errors yeah. were to be expected, but for what we did and for what we got across and succeeded in doing, I think that's, Referring to them as in the game terms, when it, you know, with a campaign becomes second nature, like any any game you run, it'll be no problems as far as I see. This is definitely a a lot of fun. I had a great time. Yeah, I I really look forward to seeing what more um, the team uh, behind Lancer comes up with. Um, and uh, I'm so glad that they had at the back of the at the back of the book they have a bunch of. Um, I think in the first version of the book, they didn't have this because we had the 1.3 um, playtest packet and then we went and got the 1.4. And in the back yes. of 1.4, they have a bunch of pre-made mechs um, and they have possibly my favorite thing because there's all these, they have all these different mechs that the players can gain access to. But in the back of the book for the pre-generated like enemy stuff you have, mm-hmm. they have rather than like every single different kind of mech that there could be, for the example opponents, they have the first three are a light mech, a medium mech, and a heavy mech. <laughs> and then they have some special stuff. Then they have like small alien wildlife, large alien wildlife, titanic alien wildlife. Uh, then they have a scout mech squadron, um, a civilian loader mech, if like you got attacked by a civilian. A squad of soldiers were in here. And then the one that we the ones that we used the most were tank and I used a modified, I used the SSC assassin unit and added a stealth field to it. Um, so that, uh, so that it would be stealthy and then added a bunch of like, changed the name a little bit uh, and things like that. That was the mech uh, I got into. Yeah, indeed. That was the um, silent vengeful, Vengeful Silent Assassin, I think it was called. Experimental yep. One. Um, uh, yeah. Um, but I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And thanks to all of our um, all of the people over at Patreon for making this possible. Uh, thanks to Micah for playing uh, and for uh, supporting us. Um, the money that you give us every uh, every month, Micah, is so useful. I'm so grateful for uh, all of that. Um, also, thanks to uh, 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 Brownie Davis uh, for uh, supporting us uh, this month. Um, they added their pledge this month uh, just the other day, in fact. So thank you for that. Uh, and thank you to all of our other Patreons, uh, Jessica, Lonnie, uh, Yodlet, 
uh, Ryan, Rhythm Bastard, Finbar, Todd, Ross, and Brandon, just to name a few. Um, thank you guys for everything. Uh, and I hope uh, you'll continue to support us, and I hope that you'll continue to give us feedback about what you like about the show. Um, otherwise, uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. <laughs>